<sighs> What's up, man? Sunday. Yeah. It sucks. Sometimes Sunday's depressing because tomorrow's Monday. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least you have a Saturday and a Sunday. I have just Sunday. It's like I basically wake up already like, man, fuck tomorrow. It's like, damn, dude, like that? Yeah, it's just like that. We went to see a movie today. Went to see The Bad Guys. It's a kid's movie. Called The Bad Guy? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a, it was weird because, like, the first thing I noticed, so the Big Bad Wolf from all the, you know, stories – He's the leader of the bad guys, and he's got a bunch of other animals that are the bad guys. And, you know, as you're watching it, it's like they're talking, walking, talking animals. They commit crimes. And there are humans. And then there are other animals that kind of interact, too. And I was like, this this doesn't fit. It was a fine movie for kids. It was cute. But it was just one of those weird things where I was like, no, 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 no. You can't have animals and people like walking around talking holding conversations like now all the people that are like oh this is my support dog are gonna lose their fucking minds because they're gonna think i'm out in public my dog is talking to me (laughs) i always got confused with scooby-doo because scooby could barely talk but then scrappy just was fluent Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, you was having straight up normal conversation. <laughs> Scrappy was a different breed, though. Um, so one thing I noticed with this movie, and there's another Disney movie called Zootopia. The little bunny was hot as shit, son. Like, I'm not into furries, but watching Zootopia and watching the bad guys today with that fucking female fox, I'm a little fur curious. Not not full on furry. I'm not gonna go to one of the conventions and get weird, but I'd probably watch. I don't know. Do the furries, do they keep everything on, though? I guess. I don't know. I haven't watched. So, you, I, I mean, you could have, like, a really busted face and yeah, well, be a hot furry. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty certain, yeah, they, they stay completely, like, masked up and everything. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm going to check it out tonight, though, because I'm, I'm definitely furry curious after this cartoon. It was, like, it was weird because it was like, yo, that fox is kind of cute. And then, you know, watching Sing, it's like you had a couple, like, what was the one, like, fucking animal. I don't know what the fuck she was. Like a wolf or some shit. I don't fucking know. I was like, oh, she's kind of hot. Then you see the actress who was like voicing her. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then Scarlett Johansson was the fucking porcupine. Not cute at all. But, you know, Scarlett Johansson, so she gets a pass. Uh, what's been going on, man? How you been? Pretty good. What? Anything eventful? Played volleyball yesterday. My knee was a little bit better, which is good, but it hurts today, but um, at least I was able to play. First good weather game, because we've been playing in, like, crazy wind and puddles in the court, 50 degrees. Yeah, so Bea, she started a new job this week. It was kind of funny, because she didn't know her schedule. was kind of under the impression of, like, it's like an orientation the first day, and she thought she was off Sunday, and then would start Monday, but they put her on 12 to 8.30, but she got off at 9.30, and then it was 8 o'clock Sunday morning. <laughs> Damn. Well, you're not prepared for that. That was, like, that was a little rough. Mm. Um, that's, I think mm. she likes the new job. So That's good. Good. Good for her. Proud, proud of her. Let her proud know. Proud of you. Let her know that. No, so. She, she like, asleep? We're, we're not supposed <laughs> to acknowledge the audience in the room, so that's why I'm like, just let her know I'm proud of her. Um, Even though she hears it. But, yeah. but that's cool. 
cool all the same. Otherwise, nothing else too eventful. I think we're gonna look to move this time. Uh, nice. Coming up, so yeah, I went and looked in a Hellafort. It was kind of a cool area, but now I'm kind of digging this one place. Right, you know that Elk Ridge, right on the corner of Route One. There's like the huge new apartment community. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think I know. It's kind of like that. So we'll see, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's time for a change. Yeah, make moves. Uh, how long y'all been there? Oh, uh, man. That was longer than I think. So, no, we were there for nine years. Yeah, it might be around that because uh, I, I think it's around ten. I was going to say, I feel like you're you're in that double-digit number by now. There of. Well, because, like, we were there, I want to say, three years before you got there. It's just hard to get out of those automatic renewing leases and... Yeah, because it's like you have to time things right. I don't think we're going to be able to time it right of going from one to the other. I think, I think the best bet would be to get the next lease early and we just pay a portion of the rent for a month that we already have the rest of the rent paid. If it's going to overlap somewhat, what we ended up doing is we well we ended up telling them late because you know we have to tell them in May. We ended up we didn't even look into getting the house to July. So we talked to them in July. We're like, look, we want to switch from month to month because we weren't sure yet. Which the fucked up thing is we signed for the house in August and we were still a month to month um, through October. And the month to month there now is more than double the rent. It's insane. That's <laughs> So when we were doing the month to month, I think we are doing 14. Yeah, now it's 26. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. They didn't lost their motherfucking mind, <laughs> I yo. know. The f- yo, like, fuck. Why would you pay oh, double the rent? Because you're going month to month. Like, y'all are yeah. making a killing. Yeah. Charge. So you're going to do basically double the rent because people are probably in the position where they might be, you know, yeah, leaving. taking advantage of them. Yeah, so. you're going to have, like, no choice. Like, oh, we didn't find a place yet. We got to stay another month. It's fucking dumb. I, it's not dumb. It, it's smart for them because, I mean, get money. But, <laughs> you know, but I don't know. That one's wild, though. The renewal options, a 9- and 10-month lease, which they never had before, mm. is somehow cheaper than the 12-month. Like, each increment from 6 to 10 went down, and then it went up with 12-month. It's like, <laughs> so I know did someone mess up here? For <laughs> us, when, when we're leaving... Shit, six years ago now, we and I think they had like six and twelve month, or month a month, six months, and then twelve months. Yeah, they had like all these other ones now, and like doesn't make sense though. Like it makes sense to be go down the farther you're willing to commit, but then why does it all of a sudden go up a little bit for twelve? So twelve is cheaper than six, but it was more expensive than nine. Yeah, they've lost their fucking minds. Yeah, some. Was probably having a little fun yeah. on the weekend, typing up their leasing <laughs> prices. Like, no one's yeah. going to know anyway. They'll never figure it out. Who's going to sit there? Well, that's also a thing, though. Who sits down and reads their, their leases? I mean, I know I didn't read my lease when I signed it. I just signed that. She was like, I trust you. Yeah, and to get out now is two months rent if you want to get out early. Yeah, yo, they are... Well, at least, I mean, it's not as bad as it used to be. I mean, if you try to get out early, it they 
fuck your credit and all types of shit. So that's not terrible, but it's still mm, like they're trying to trap you there forever. Yeah, man. Damn. I mean, I guess I don't know. I, I should reach out to our old old neighbor. I think she's still there. Uh, like I know she came by. What last summer? Her, Sarah, and Sophie. They all hung out, had a day together. It's like, all right, it's cool. Um, and, you know, I used to, like, always just check up after we left. It was like, hey, you know, just checking in, make sure everything's okay. Not like, you know, if it snow, she needed any help because, fuck, she's from fucking upstate New York. I remember that first big snow we got. I went outside. She shoveled all of our walks. I was like, damn. All right. Like, we're going to be friends. Remember, we had the bad snowstorm when you still lived in our area. Yeah. And we just got done shoveling all of our spots. We, like, worked, helped each other all out. Yeah. And then this one car left, and it just happened to be my next-door neighbor just happened to come home and had this open spot and parked there. And then had the audacity just be like, hey, can you guys shovel my sidewalk? Like, it, like didn't offer money or nothing. I, I, I vaguely this remember was not, this. Very small sidewalk, but this was like a big, this was like 12 inches of snow. <laughs> like, it, it, one, it was crazy. She took that spot, and I told yeah. her, I was like, you just took some of the spot. And she was like, oh, okay, well, it's the only one open. I was like, I mean, you know, to uncover those spots with the 12 inches of snow, it took yeah. a long time. And we were walking the snow all the way over to not, like, yeah, when the, people just push it to the side, then that should never. Yeah, we're melt. like taking it over to like the lawn, like taking it, to, you know, anywhere that wasn't gonna, you know, be an issue. It's like how convenient. You just pull up right when someone left, and just acted like never even the snow never even came. Oh, then part of the reason we had the we, I mean, we, in a way, we I think we did have to help because she she couldn't open the front door, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then she was kind of like like just like oh if you guys just finished the rest of the snow. <laughs> Like, it was no big deal. I remember back in Columbia at my grandparents' house. Yeah, this was when I moved back home because I had the uh, the Nissan. And I showed out the space. I don't remember where I left to go to. I went somewhere, probably to the store. And I came back, and somebody was in my space. I straight, I parked right behind them. I was like, if you want to get out, yeah, you got to yeah. come find me. And it was my uh, my one neighbor a few doors down. He was a pastor. Yeah, youth group, and you know all the people who were at his place. They came over, knocked on doors, like, hey, "Excuse me, um, yeah, we're, like we're blocked in." I was like, "Oh, okay, word." Because yeah, that was my space. All right, I'll be on in a second. I, I took a while to get because I mean this is at grandma's. I'm I'm straight lounging. You know, I'm I'm in my drawers. I'm I'm chilling. Like I was like, "All right, I'll be on in a minute." <laughs> like taking my time getting dressed. I was like, "All right, cool." Let me go ahead and move my car. You know, I, I ain't say nothing snotty, but I'm thinking, like, next time, motherfucker, check before you park in someone's space. You know what the fucking weather is, bitch. I remember another time it was real bad, and someone shoveled their spot left. And this guy, it, I forget who it was exactly on our street, but I remember him being, like, he just looked lazy. <laughs> this dude came out, didn't shovel off his car, and just floored it to get out of his spot because it was deep snow. And just took that dude's spot and walked back in. There like, was damn. Um, I don't know if you were there yet where we we had like the the like really bad snow. The really bad one we had to end up putting chairs because it was um, too bad. Of like if you 
left and came back, and there was yeah. no spot. It was going to take you more than an hour to shovel one out. <laughs> there was, uh, I want to say it was maybe 2010, and the bobcat got stuck. He was trying to, like, show, like plow people out, and the bobcat got stuck. And I was like, damn, you know you want some shit when the, when the bobcat can't get through this joint. And then there was across the street. You remember where my spot was? I was like on the end unit. Then directly across from me was another end unit. I guess one of the maintenance dudes, he was tasked with the job of going around at night to make sure, you know, everyone, you know, all the spaces were, you know, cleared out or, you know, the drive areas were cleared out and he got stuck. So he ended up staying in the place across the street from us that night. I remember just thinking, because it's all about shoveling. I think I, I think I went over and talked to him, because that's how I knew he was staying there for the night. Because I went over and was like, you want some help shoveling? He was like, no, nah, I'm good. I was like, all right. <laughs> went back in the house. I was, like, like, I wasn't going to help anyway. I was just wondering if you needed help. Yeah, I was hoping you would say no. <laughs> all right, let's uh, get into this beer real quick. <laughs> um yeah, so this one's by Reckless Ale Works, which is the one in Columbia. Um, I think we had one early on. Might have been yeah. Adios Pantalones at that time. Or yeah. we just turned to Clompton. Um, but this is a triple IPA. Um, I didn't get too much from like what flavors it should be, but it's a weird story of what this beer's from. It's They heard that. Frederick residents Tish and Will ran into a burning building home to rescue the last two cases of their favorite beer, Reckless Mercenary IPA. They have their priorities straight. I mean, if you're going to save anything, save the beer. Actually, mm. I wouldn't save the beer. I'd probably save my PlayStation. Well, not now, but yeah. if I had the PS5, I'd definitely save that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it varies on what I would save. I don't, yeah, if, if, well, let, let, well let's go into that real quick. <laughs> like, if, if your house, your house is on burned. fire and you think you had time. What are you trying to take out? So that's meaning my family's already out. Yep. They could even be there, though. So I, you have a different situation. Because when we get to me, I also explain my situation. So my family's out. They're safe. Yeah. If I have to run back into the house to so grab. It's, it's dangerous, but you still think there's a decent, safe. I'm going to be honest. Some- I don't know that there's anything inside of this house that. I mean, if I can get in safely, I mean, that's the thing, though. I was going to say, like, my recording equipment, because I, I do that fucking nonstop. But all of that stuff, like the computer and the, the one mic, they're always all together. This stuff down here, the mixer and everything, I'd probably just like, you know what? It's a wrap. I'll get another one of those. But, like, all of our episodes are in the computer. So it's like, ah, let, let me, if I can grab the computer, i grab that. Um that might be it. I, I don't think there's anything in this house really that's, you know, I, I, mean, I have a comic book collection, but I can't obviously grab all my comic books or my action figures. So I'm not even going to put those into the conversation. I mean, if I would say, okay, I got to grab one figure. I'm Marvel Legends Rogue, because that shit, I accidentally got it, and it's $200 now. So, like... And the thing is, it don't mean anything to me, but it's just the principle. But I don't, it'd probably just be my computer. I don't think I, one of my hard drives got a lot of porn on it. <laughs> um. You can replace that. 
No, not that porn. Because <laughs> I don't even know where it came from. It's like all that, like, it's like, you know, from the, you know, the Wild West days where it's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, what's up? Napster days. Yeah, now it's like, like, I don't know. I can't find another porn. <laughs> I really just go to Pornhub and just, you know, make categories and save them. Like, I don't need to download no more. Why clog up your computer and give it AIDS? Just go to Pornhub and jerk off. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and it's funny is I, I told you about the Oculus, the VR, and I, I saw a friend of ours from high school got it for like a birthday, and he he made just a random post like yep. that, VR porn is another level. I'm yeah, like, I saw it. When you see it, it is like shocking. It's like what the hell? I mean, I I, I wouldn't imagine it wouldn't be spectacular. That's it. It, it would be silly to think. With, like seeing it, having put those goggles on and seeing in that world, it's like okay. Oh, you're you're in the room and just <laughs> like wow. the, like the porn has to be next level. <laughs> it's like it, if it isn't, I'd be highly disappointed. Zuckerberg knew what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, what would you save? Oh, so if Brett's home. I'm gonna be like, all right, we got. Hurry up! I'll, I'll probably grab the TV downstairs, the, the big TV. Just get it outside. Yeah, I think yeah. after that, depending on time, I mean, if the PlayStation is downstairs, I'm going to take that out, too. And then probably, I was there is one, I think the, actually, I messed that up. The first thing I would say is I do have just a, like, a container of just important documents. I'd probably grab that first. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know where that is. It'll be easy to grab, unless the fire's in my room. <laughs> so, yeah, I have a safe with, like, important documents upstairs. So that, the TV... And then I think if I had time, like depending on time, I just grab a bunch of clothes and just throw them out the window and be like, hope I got some. That's all I need. Oh, I, I would grab my work computer because if yeah. that went, I'd be that would hinder things quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like yeah, mentioning the documents is like I I do have a safe with like all of our social security cards and um, things like that in there. Down here that I have like. I do paper everything because paper. You know, I know people are like, oh, it takes up space and blah, blah, blah. You're killing trees. Fuck them trees. I mean, that's why we got the rainforest in the Amazon, right? Like, so we can make paper. So I got, like, medical records and everything down here. But I, I more than likely, I'm not coming down here to rescue that shit. It's like, look, I know it can be obtained, but it's just easier to have this shit now. But, yeah, we'll grab that safe. I mean, it's a little safe, and then I'll grab my laptop, which is usually in this backpack. Yeah, so my work laptop and the documents, I can grab in the same trip. Yeah. Probably, if Brett's there, be like, grab this TV, we're taking it out. And yeah. uh, if we have more time, then I'll just grab some clothes. Your house is on fire. You ain't got that much time, son. Like, chill. Oh, then I'm going to see what's in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Like, get that pizza <laughs> Brett, grab the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, sometimes that shit does cross my mind. It's like, if Sarah made, Man, like, bake some macaroni and cheese, it's like, shit, grab the macaroni, please. We got some <laughs> leftover burgers in the fridge. Grab those. <laughs> like, you, hey, you made lasagna. Go get that shit out the freezer. Like, you know, she'd be making, like, the, you know, the old school, like, wake up 6 a.m. lasagna, like, making that shit for, like, hours, and then... Fucking, I was like, all right, that shit's good. We got a lot. Start freezing that shit up. We'll eat some later. It's like, save that shit. That's about it. 
I used to want to save my DJ equipment, but now I just want all new DJ equipment. So I'd be like, oh, sweet, now I got a reason. <laughs> so in my mind, I'm like, yeah, it wouldn't be bad if that was burned down because we get rid of a bunch of the shit that I'm just like, we aren't going to throw away because we're not throwing it away. But it's like, if it burned up. Though, yeah, I bet in some ways that would be like a refreshing feeling. Like, it's oh, a fresh start. Man, we got to get all new stuff, darn. <laughs> I mean, so do you have renter's insurance? Yeah, they require it there. I was going to say, I know they required it when I was there, but they didn't really check up on it. But we still had it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, depending on who you have. Like, a lot of them are pretty good. And I know for me, with the collectibles, most um, carriers, like, have uh, collectibles covered at 3000 at least. So, a lot of these figures I'm not going to be able to replace with that 3000 But I can get a good start. Yeah, I can get off the ground again. And honestly, it probably would help me because some of these figures I don't fucking need anyway. <laughs> Actually, there's one figure down here. That does mean a lot to me. Not the rogue figure, but that one Harley Quinn figure over there um, next to Catwoman. Because Winter got that for me years ago. Like, and, it, you know, we don't really, like, talk like that anymore. But that it's still special to me. So, I would save that. All this other shit is fucking dumb. I mean, it's cool. But it's like, man, fuck them bitches. Like, you know, like, because that's what they do. They end up replacing, like, all these figures anyway. They sell them, they sell out, and then you end up having to get them on the aftermarket for, like, marked-up prices. Or they'll just release it as a classic five years later. So I'll just wait. So, yeah. All right, so let's so, yeah, this that, beer. Yeah, that, that beer <clears throat> went on a while. Uh, but, yeah, um, they made this beer in honor of them and they donated it's kind of funny it's, they donated a thousand dollars which is nice yeah. but i don't know if i'd put it on my can that was just a thousand dollars yeah like, so <laughs> just say so you, you donated just, yeah just keep that yeah shit so this much. beer is called no water um it's got a wild ass picture oh shit i didn't even realize the house is on fire and he's the dude's chilling drinking beer <laughs> i mean I priorities yeah I don't know if his priorities are where they should be, but we all have our own priorities. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, what would you rate this 11%? Um, I feel so like it's pretty good for 11%. If it wasn't 11%, it'd be it, like it's suspect. decent for 11, 11%. It, it's better cold, for sure, as most beers are. This one, as it like lost the chill, the taste did kind of dip for me at least. It's got like a little spiciness. Yeah. But not as much. Otherwise, I well, it had like a almost like a sour orange juice taste. <laughs> yeah, the orange juice that you probably should not drink. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, this <laughs> tastes like my orange juice went bad. <laughs> like that shit's been sitting there for like two months. You're like, I'm thirsty, but am I that thirsty? If you had bad orange juice and mix it with vodka, does it kill the germs? <laughs> I've mixed some bad juice with with whiskey, and it's been fine. Juice and whiskey. Yeah, no, trust me, dude. People frown upon that shit. I mixed some pineapple juice with some fucking Jack Daniels well, once, and that shit was great. Whenever it's a weird combination that someone recommends, I always think to myself, it must be good, because why would you do it? Yeah, well, uh, alcoholism. Well, <laughs> but I mean, if the, if it's like something universal, it sounds like a lot of people are like, yo, that's actually good. It's like, I think there's some shot with like pickle juice and something that vodka. doesn't sound like it's supposed to go together. And people are like, yeah, this shit's amazing. The, the vodka and pickle juice. Uh, yo, 
that shit is wild. Because this dude, all, like, this dude was like, yo, let me get you a shot. And he asked for uh, vodka and pickle juice. And they pulled that shit out. Like, I, I, remember, I never heard of this. And I looked, I was like, I looked at Brad, who was the bartender at the Phoenix. I was like, wait, is this like a regular thing? It was like, you know, people don't order it too often, but it is, you know, available. I was like, this is wild. Later that night, we almost got killed. But... Not because of the shot. Well, kind of because of the shot. Because the shot, the diacs were a ride. We take them on a ride, drop them off, and then it was not a good scene. I thought we were going to die. I got scared. After we got out of the situation, we went down to the block over to Shane's and got some Polish sausages. <laughs> then I called out of work the next day. <laughs> Actually, no, no, no. I went to work. I, I did go to work because I couldn't sleep. And I remember saying to Mar, I was like, dude, we should be fucking dead. He was like, yeah. I was like. Thank you for, you know, like looking out, son, because we should be fucking dead. Because when you go into a house and they lock all the locks on the door, I've seen that situation as a kid and motherfuckers weren't walking out of the house. And we got out of there. I think I think Mario ended up giving the dude all his drugs. It was like, here, just take this shit. Like, go sell this shit. Like, let us go, though. But, yeah. So, moral of the story is if somebody offers you uh, vodka and pickle juice, don't give them a ride later. Don't talk to strangers. Well, what would you rate this? I'm gonna give <laughs> this this <laughs> is the longest beer review ever. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 7.6. Fair. The 11.1 is a bonus. I feel like it should actually be higher, but uh, in the score, but. Hey, yo, the girls going wild uh, joint here. I got to watch this. It's crazy how big of a thing that was back in the day. Yeah. That was before the internet porn was just so easy and everything. Nah, Showtime needs to cover this, not TNT. Showtime will do it justice. I'm going right. to give it a 7-6-2. I All think right. it's a fair score. 76ers, uh, they're winning their series, too. Yeah, nice. Um, what a, oh, I had a suggestion from one of our followers where we did last week the watermelon, Gousset. That was the sour watermelon, yeah, the yeah, first yeah. one. And he recommended that we try it with vodka and mints. And it says it's bomb. <clears throat> I can see watermelon and mint does go well together. I've I've had a similar drink, and I feel, I want to try it, but I am not sure what he means by mints. Like, like you throw some Tic Tacs and some Mentos, uh, the, in it, uh, or like the mint leaves, li- uh, liqueur. Yeah, that would work. That's, Rump, is that's rumble fine. mints liqueur? Yeah. Uh no, I don't know. I don't know. That would have the same effect as dumping mints in it, but give you a little extra boost. But that beer was low alcohol, and I think those low alcohol beers do mix well oftentimes with some kind of liquor. I liked doing the lime vodka in beer sometimes, or a tequila with a beer. If you're, like, out, like, if you want, you don't want to just do your shot and be done. Like, you know how Baltimore has those 32-ounce beers? Mm-hmm. Pour a shot of tequila in it, that's all you need. I mean, you got three and a half beers and a tequila. (laughs) There's sometimes it's just, you know, you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. (laughs) Like, you're not drinking for taste. Let's, yeah. Oh, trust me. I'm, I'm, it's more so you want that, that, that's like as you talked about the maintenance. It's a shot of tequila gets you there quick, but it's almost like if you dilute it into three beers, it's kind of like you can sip on it now for a while. And, yeah. Because if you sip on a beer, too slow it gets you tired now you got tequila in it you're probably pretty good <laughs> um 
Oh yeah, um, real quick, next week. So would you be able to possibly do Friday instead of Saturday? Because yeah, Sarah and I did not record last night for the next So You Like Horror. She was like, oh, we can do it next week. I was like, well, I'm recording with Steve next week. I was like, really? He was like, I'm giving you a week's notice. Like, I don't even give a job a week's notice. So, like, <laughs> like relax. And I explained, I was like, you know, we're doing tequila. Like, you know, testing. So, you know. A little more. Do you want any more? Um, no, nah, it's, it's warmed at that point. No, nah, it's probably in the camp, chill, but I'm good. I'm good. But I'm going to explain that. And then I was like, well, look, let me ask him if he could do Friday. If he could do Friday, then we'll record Saturday. Because I know, honestly, the last three Fridays, she's been out. Like, we tried to watch Batman on Friday, 10 minutes in. Like, I looked at the time specifically to see how long. Like, 10 minutes. Done. We did watch it last night, and she loved it. She traditionally hates Batman. She can't stand Batman. But I think she likes to be that person. Like, well, everybody likes Batman, so I'm going to go against the grain. Don't, don't be that person. Just, like, if it ain't for you, it ain't for you. Chill. But she loved it. I don't know if it's because she watched all those fucking Twilight movies, but... Girls do be loving that, this guy. I, th- I actually liked him. Like, watching it again, I, I liked him a little bit more in the suit. I didn't care for him as Bruce Wayne, but in the I suit. I felt like I liked him in the suit. I wasn't a huge Bruce, but he, he was also a different Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I still liked, as we've talked about many times, Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne, just because he was like a cop, more cocky, confident Bruce Wayne. Uh, what's his name? His name's slipping me. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah. I think he's solid. Yeah. I liked Affleck had the look. Yeah, and he didn't get to be Bruce Wayne as long as the others in a way. So you know what's wild? He's actually played Batman more than anyone else has played Batman in film. Batman? Right? No, well, Batman, Bruce Wayne, all of it. Oh. He's, he's been it. Well, I mean, yeah, we didn't get... I mean, and that's the thing with a lot of these newer Batman films, specifically with Affleck and um, Pattinson, is that you're seeing more in suit and less out suit. But I think that's more a matter of what it's kind of become from the comics anyway so it, it, it's i like tough. affleck as batman i didn't hate him as batman I, I i just felt like he had to look and people immediately jumped on this attack phase it was like boo he he cheated on jennifer garner i was like okay <laughs> that i mean i'm i'm, I'm upset too she's a cutie it, it, it was, but, he also didn't get like a standalone movie so it was different so like, this was supposed to be his standalone movie but then they were like they, they want to go with a younger batman and and switch it up i was like okay cool he'll be back this fall in flashpoint as batman i don't know if ezra miller is going to be back as flash because that dude's out there fighting people in hawaii <laughs> every time you turn around this dude out there threatening people's lives in hawaii dressed like a woman <laughs> it's like son chill like what are you doing so like, he don't know but we could have Jessica Parker be the Flash oh I, was I like, feel like we should start like randomly inviting people to join the clown social club I'd invite her invite Shaq I'd invite her to something else but <laughs> I feel like she's a lesbian I just Whoa. feel very strongly that she's a lesbian she certainly was in uh, Black 
sales. I feel like in that that uh, horror movie, uh, she certainly played it well. <laughs> she she definitely looked like. I'm willing yeah. to bet it's maybe. Well, let me rephrase that. At least let me rephrase it. It's not a look. Like the character portrayal made it seem like she she might, you know, dabble in other girls. She's very convincing that she can be into girls. I just feel like if she is a lesbian, we're probably going to be best friends. I think she has a boyfriend. Because I do follow her on Instagram. (laughs) That's a little creepy, but okay. I mean, I I follow, you know. There's very few celebrities I follow. I mean, mostly musicians. I follow... Yeah, I don't really follow a lot of like actors and, and musicians. I follow like a lot of fighters, and even with that, it's more so because I'm gonna repost their shit, you know, on my page, and they're gonna, you know, repost it themselves and then tag me. Uh, so it's like really there. There's a purpose to my follow. I don't really care about their lives. Fuck them. I'm just trying to get their techniques. <laughs> but um, this week. I mentioned it last week, I believe. I was going to a seminar for a, a jiu-jitsu seminar, which the funny thing is my teammate was supposed to go with me. He came down with COVID, and he wasn't able to go. Now, what sucks for me is I have crippling anxiety. I already have panic attacks going to my own gym every class. This is with my teammates. So now i got to go to a gym that's not my home gym. You know, strangers. I was like, I don't want to fucking go to this thing now. I have no interest in going to this. So I ended up, I shot them an email. I was like, hey, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> like, oh my God, dude. <laughs> like, you're, the way you pour stresses me out. Do you want me to start pouring your drink for you, dude? Like, Jesus <laughs> fucking yeah. Christ. Like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good amount of head. <laughs> On a shitty pour. It, it, this isn't hard, right? It's like, like, like that. Just we we'll use two hands. Yeah, you have two fucking hands. You aren't. Yeah, but one's resting. I hope it's not on your fucking dick. No, it's right here. Fucking gross. Um, so anyhow, I, I emailed the um, the gym. I was like, hey man, so let me get a refund. I'm not going to your seminar. They sent me an email back. Yeah, we don't do refunds uh, for the seminar. Most of them don't. So that's fine. It's fine. I told them I had COVID. So then when they said no refunds, I was like, okay. <laughs> I didn't have COVID. But if I did, I was going to go. I paid. Fuck that. So I went to the seminar. I'm glad I went. I had a blast. I wish my teammate would have been there. But it's fine. You know, uh, the... the um seminar the the black belt running a seminar her name is danielle kelly very nice young lady uh black belt like she's you know just top top level grappler she was showing us a couple different sweeps and uh, a hill hook which is a devastating leg lock can fuck your knees up if you know, like I was, you know, as we're drilling and I'm doing the hill hook on one guy, I was like, yeah, I'm not really feeling so much of my hill. I'm feeling a lot of my knee. I was like, well, you're supposed to feel it in your knee, actually. That's the problem with the hill hook is a lot of people tap too late to a hill hook. And sometimes you don't feel it until it's too late. So that's why a lot of schools are kind of hesitant to mess with hill hooks. So me being me, 
I like to play dumb so I can get the teacher's attention. So I'm over like, uh, how do I do this? Do I roll over this shoulder? Oh, okay, okay. All right, so she comes over and she demos, like, just for being my, my training partner. I was like, yeah, gotcha. Then um, afterward, <laughs> so the gym that I was doing the seminar at, they made it very clear, like, no pictures, blah, blah, blah. Only people that could get pictures at the end are students of the gym. So when it was all done, I packed up. You know, I grabbed my shit, headed out. I was like, all right, I have no reason to be here. So I get home, I take a picture of my, my uh, journal that I take notes in and tag Danielle Kelly in it. And she shoots me a message. She's like, oh, my God, that was you? Because I don't post pictures. I very rarely post pictures of my face on Instagram. I think my face looks weird sometimes like because I'm awkward. So, like, I might be sitting there. My mouth might just be hanging open. She's like, ugh. <laughs> like, this is fucking drooling. So um, she shoots me a message. She's like, that was you? I was like, yeah. It was like I was a dude wearing an armbar attic um, rash guard. It's like if I would have known, I would have stayed longer. I was like, well, no, I had to leave. Like I, I left like right away. So trust me, if they didn't say at the beginning no pictures for anyone besides students, I would have stuck around too, you know, just like to try to ease in and get a picture real quick. And we were like kind of going back and forth a little bit. I was like, look at like look at that. It, it BJJ Wiki and its perks. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot my shot. I'm like, yo, Danielle, you trying to be on this podcast with me, girl? <laughs> Like, meanwhile, I tell my teammate, like, because she reposted it, and then he shoots me a screenshot of her repost. It was like, it was like in fucking uh, Spider Man No Way Home, like, dude, 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 dude. Um, he was like, she reposted. I was like, yeah, I know. I got the notification too, dickhead. <laughs> he was like, man, I'm so mad I didn't go. I was like, dude, I would have risked COVID for you to go. Like, I, I just had COVID. I, I would have been fine if you would have come in and coughed on me. I would have been okay. He was like, I couldn't do that to your family. I was like, my family had COVID too. We would have been okay. You should have came anyway. It would have been fine. He was like, man, I'm mad now. I'm mad that I didn't get to fucking go there and like do the seminar and then talk to Danielle Kelly. I was like, yeah, well, I mean, like, it's kind of good you didn't go because you might have you might have fucked up and like said something fucked up, fucked up and weird. So no, it worked out. It worked. It worked out. Look, when I get on the podcast, you'll co-host with me. He was like, I don't know if I can do that. I might get weird and get awkward. I was like. You couldn't get any more weird than I do. So just come on to the show. Yeah, look, you got beer all over your fucking paper. My paper. Fuck you. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. So I'm going to try to get her on the podcast next. I'm trying to rack up black belts now on the podcast. That's At this point, I'm just shooting for black belts. Like, yo, you trying to go on this podcast? All right, I actually have like a few black belts say they would do it. I just didn't follow up because I was like, you weren't supposed to say yes. I'm going to just start trying random people i'm gonna try mm -hmm. dj lethal first yeah that'll be a good random guest <laughs> yeah he seems like he'd be down the party oh that reminded me though i, I had mentioned you during the week of yeah. just the noriega's podcast yeah, drink, drink champs. champs yeah i love that podcast no it's, it's a and fun it's time kind of how i envisioned ours to be honest it's like mm -hmm. they just have everything set up and they're already famous so they get get easily get guests of course. i was like yeah, you get yeah, you kind of drinking with your buddies, and I was like, man, they have a good time. I like how they played the little games too. Um, but they recently had Cypress Hill, and that was just a great interview all around. It was like it. I have always been into Cypress Hill, but it's like when you hear the history they've done, it's shocking. I mean, they've been they were around so many huge artists 
like Tupac, I mean, Ice Cube back in the day. Like, they just grew up with, like, so many things. They saw, like, everything happening in the West Coast. They were considered, like, an East Coast, Coast group when they came out. They're around Public Enemy. That Killer Man video that blew up kind of around Juice, because remember, it's in Juice. That was yeah. a big scene. That video just randomly had Ice Cube and Q-Tip in the video. And they weren't even planned. They're just walking around New York. You know, like they're filming like, yo, I'll be in the video. Like, cool. <laughs> that was just a, wild. Like, that was a thing though back then though. You have California artists in New York and then you just got random rappers walking in through your video and then they end up I mean Cube I mean they had their feud at one point, but they were like nah. best friends of two at one point. <laughs> I mean, it, that's that was one of those things though back then. It's like cats would just do things just to do it. It wasn't like, you know, oh, well, I got to talk to my label or blah, blah, blah. I was like, nah, we're friends. Yeah, I'll be in your video. Like, what you need? Yeah, I, I just wanted to shout out that podcast. So I, I actually watched that one on YouTube. Normally I listen to podcasts. But that one was a fun watch. Um, great history on the Cypress Hill episode. But then also just where we have a similar – not. Are not necessarily similar, but I thought Noriega was a great host. Like he's a yeah. fun dude. You told me he's gotten ripped in a few episodes. I could see that happening <laughs> because they were taking shots. Like one of the games they play is like they'll ask you, a, kind of like a they do like a this or this, um, like a yeah, Tupac or Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, and if you yeah. disagree, or the two people or whatever, if you two different answers everyone drinks a shot and i was like well, it was tight about cypress hill they were down and mugs was really down he got pretty drunk at one point it was kind of funny because they were giving him like trying to give mugs some props and he just drank a few shots of tequila and you're like you they, they start talking about i think b real was talking about there's no better pop pop and you know like wrestling the pop yeah yeah song than jump around this he's like we started performing that live and I challenge you to find a better song that's going to get a better response and jump around. And then they go, Muggs, you produced that, right? And he's like, what? Produce what? <laughs> this is like, oh, he's done. <laughs> that was what in the previews for the movies today, Jump Around was in one of the cartoon previews. Oh, it was the, uh, the superhero, like the superhero's pets movie, like opens up the, the trailer. Um, which that shit looks funny too, because it's got The Rock and Kevin Hart. The Rock. Those is, two are great together. The Rock is a uh, Superman's dog. I can't remember his name. And then uh, Kevin Hart, I think, is Batman's dog. <laughs> and they're like, he like The Rock's giving a speech, and he, you just hear someone pissing. He goes, "How much did you drink?" Well, I had two toilet bowls, and then a bidet, and a bidet. I didn't even know what that was. I mean, that's like a water fountain for dogs. So, but <laughs> I had one of those, and um. But yeah, that that's a that's a good show, uh, Drink Champs, and yeah, that's so, a fun podcast because they they get a I mean a, they usually get obviously celebrity usually a rapper, but just the playing like a game and drinking kind of loosens everyone up and I mean you're getting someone having a fun time and they're more likely to kind of open up in a good way than the typical standard questions that you've heard every other podcast do. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, or every interviewer, where it's just—I mean, I've heard multiple interviews from people I've, mu- musicians I've admired, and it's like, all right, I've heard them answer this a million times. 
Yeah, and that that's kind of one of the challenges I have with off the mats now, because it's like as I get people on, like I am at a point right now where I just want to have repeat guests. Like right now, I want to try to get some of these black belts on here, but I want to have repeat guests because the repeat guests are the ones where it's like that's where it's fun. It's like we're not doing like a get to know you shit. Like now we're just talking shit. Like my one friend Mike, who was running uh, Why So Nerdy. And then the Tinfoil Bunker podcast. Anytime he comes on, it just starts off. I don't even think I introduced the show. I think I just hit record and we just start talking kind of like this. And it goes, he's a he's a different kind of cat. So I kind of just let him go. And I have to, I do have to heavily edit his episodes because like, he's a wild dude. But it's like, yeah, I, I like to have shit where it's like, a little loose, which is what I tell all the guests was like, come on the show and you're just, it's going to be laid back. But also at the same time, it's like, you know, there, there's like with drink champs, there's going on for hours. Like my shit's like 45 minutes, to, eh, two hours, depending. And I think the Cypress Hill episode is five hours. Yeah. He's done. Like, I know he's, he's recorded like multiple shows. Like, you know, a couple hours of a piece, all in one day. So by the time he gets to, like, third or fourth show, it's just, it's fucksville at that point. Because he's been drinking the entire time. And it's like, oh, no. he He's done. Oh, the other thing I just wanted to mention, I mm-hmm. like that he did. He was like, I guess they had this thing where they, he was like, I'm, I want to, we're all about giving the roses. And I was like, and I've never seen any other episodes. I don't know if they do this every time. It looked like they gave him some kind of weed box. Which is kind of funny to give Cypress Hill weed. Like, they don't have the best weed probably ever. But it was like, we're all about trying to give people their roses, which also, in a way, their props while yeah. they're living. Instead of waiting till they die. And I was like, yeah, why don't we do that? So, you know what's funny is I've actually been saying that a lot lately. <laughs> is, like, the last couple of weeks I've been saying that about people. like, I want to make sure they get their roses. Make sure I give them their flowers. You know, shit like that. Yeah, because it sucks. Yeah, it's cool to honor someone when they died. But it's like, damn. If you had things to say to them while they're alive, gotta do it. Yeah. You don't think about that. I do. Maybe you don't. Selfish bitch. I think, do now. I think about Thanks, it all the Noriega. time. <laughs> I, I think about it all the time. I'll give you some roses next week. Uh, I don't want no roses. For uh, 52 a year. One year. Um, Rose tequila. <clears throat> Ugh. Sounds terrible. Um, You'll like it. I if it's know. your third. Tequila shot. You're like, Maybe. this shit's we'll the greatest. <laughs> we'll see. Like, um, hold on. I've actually been doing notes in my phone. So that way, I, I'm like, writing shit on the board is kind of a pain in the dick. Hold on. My wife has asked me if my daughter went to bed, okay? Um, yes, she did. Okay, there we go. It's, it's wild because it's like, she knows I'm recording. But she insists on texting me. And I guess the whole idea with a text is you don't have to answer it right away. But I always feel compelled to answer right away. That's do you just... do you have that thing where it's like when you read the text? No. Then I don't like that. It's just weird to me. Like, like it, the text read back to no. Where it's like this person has read it now. It's like it's um, too much information. Like it it's I don't like my voicemails. I do that. I, I I have the voicemails where I can read the voicemails out instead of listening. 
Like I, I'm, I'm not really big on listening to anything outside of podcasts and audiobooks. Like, like when my wife starts talking, I just kind of tone out. Like, <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? The like, occasional nod. No, I don't even do that. I just I give the blank stare. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Well, my dad loves to talk. To be honest, sometimes it's it's something you do want to engage with, but. I also know if I do engage, this might be an eight-hour conversation. So it's like you kind of just got to be like, kind of like staring into space, like, hmm. Um, sorry. Uh, okay. Like, I, I, so I remember I used to have the, the rule, like, not having the phones at the table. This is this is why I don't like having phones because, like, suddenly everyone's messaging me. It's like, okay. It is no secret that I record on Sunday nights, 8.30. And that can go anywhere from 8.30 to midnight, depending on the side conversations, or like in between piss breaks. But um, one thing I was thinking about, there's uh, this this Marilyn Monroe documentary that's coming up. Um, I'm interested in that. And Sarah and I were talking about it, because everyone, you know, it's like all these girls like idolize Marilyn Monroe. They always put like, quotes that are supposedly by Marilyn Monroe, shit like that. And, and you know, they, they think of her as, like, this great, great person. And I was like, you know what? Her and Monica Lewinsky are the same people. Monica Lewinsky is not as hot. But they both suck the president's dick. <laughs> and, you know, why why don't we praise Monica? She, she'd be selling purses and shit up in Canada, I think. I think she did well, too. Yeah. I mean, that's a sweet job. Yeah. Do something creative and get money for it. I mean, she. <laughs> Wait, the blowjob or making purses? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think the blowjob gave her the publicity. If she didn't do that, no one was buying those purses. I mean, I don't know if people are buying the purses now. <laughs> like, does it come with a fucking happy ending? No, I don't want it. Well, people are buying the Gucci and Coach purses for three thousand dollars. That shit is dumb. <laughs> like, oh my god, I. I when people come I, I've to, called that out a few times, and I, this is what I hear. They're very good quality. Okay. $3,000 quality? Really? Yeah, okay. Okay. Sure it is. Um, yeah. It, it, I don't know. That, that shit doesn't... Maybe because I don't have money. Maybe that's why. No, but I, I've seen in some great memes. Because I've always thought this, and we've talked about it on here. People with money don't buy stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. people who have real, real money. Like, yeah. there, there's some football players and some young rappers that get money early on and yeah. don't last. But then they they splurge. They get the gold change. And those are the ones that end up with nothing in the end. Um, so, But the really, like, people like Mark Zuckerberg, uh, what's the dude who owns the Clippers now? The, the Amazon dude. Bezos. He, Bezos. Those dudes don't walk around with ten chains, and but I wonder, and I'm not taken away from what you're saying. I, I agree. Yeah, those, those are guys. I think that's part of the, the idea of being rich, though. It's like you're not blowing your money on bullshit. You're investing your money but in good I, shit. I almost to think is if you have the money to afford anything, so now you can buy whatever you want. If you're buying the best thing, it's not always the brand name expensive thing. No, I <laughs> like agree. Like Coach and Chanel. Or Gucci. Um, I think also, too, 
when you look at the examples there, Zuckerberg and um, Bezos, I don't think they were in positions, though, previously with money where, you know, or previous to money, basically like wanting for anything. From what I understand, Zuckerberg's mom, I mean, you know, they were well off and yeah, like tutors and all this shit. Like some of the best tutors. So, you know, they weren't hurting for money. Whereas you get, you know, these young athletes that make it to the NFL, NBA, you know, these kids that are coming from nothing and then they go out and splurge. Well, like LeBron, I don't think he, you know, necessarily was coming from nothing per se, but he wasn't, you know, he was in a single, you know, his mom was a single mom. But I think they're still well enough off. But, you know, he didn't come in, you know, blowing his money. Kobe didn't come in blowing his yeah, money. Never saw I Grant mean, Hill didn't come in blowing their money. I'm you know. sure they they got some expensive things that yeah. you earn being that position. But like, they're stupid stuff. Like a gold chain is just dumb. Well, I mean, like you look at like the the you know young rappers coming out like getting fucking jewels encrusted into their fucking foreheads and shit. Like it was yeah, like okay. ten chains. It was like why. Like, why are you doing this? I mean, if you want to wear a $200,000 necklace and that shit gets stolen, now what? <laughs> hope, hope is insured. <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing that would make sense to me. Is like, you better insure the fuck out of there. I, I get the houses and cars. But even the house, uh, it's just like, I mean, there's a lot that people that went bankrupt. So I think with houses, though, too. Because Sarah and I were talking about the house thing the other day. We were talking about how... Like I know, I know people who they wanted bigger houses because they grew up in you know small small time living all their lives. So that was like I want to be in a big house. I guess I get that, and I think I was that way at one point too until I got older and I realized oh, I want a big house. You got to maintain a big house. Number one and number two, it's like the house that we have right now, this little townhouse. I think it's still a little a little more space than what we need because the initial place we looked at was a two bedroom. It was all the same, like, square footage. The basement was all laid out kind of the same. But it only had two bedrooms upstairs. And I'm okay with that. Whereas we have a third bedroom now that's just full of junk. Just overflowing with junk. Like, I don't know where that junk came from. But it's just junk. And I'm confused. It's like, the more room you have, the more shit you accumulate. Oh, yeah. So it's like, let's get less room. And, 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 you know, like this basement here, it's like, honestly, I'm fine with this. I just want a space so I can do shit like this. I can come down here, run, deadlifts, power clean sometimes, not very often, but deadlifts at least, you know, put my action figures around. That's all. That's all I want. Like, so that's an interesting room. We got the podcast, deadlift, treadmill, the body dummy. Actually, that, that grappling dummy, I need to get rid of. Because we're not using it anymore. Or will you talk about Bea? <laughs> uh, I hope she's asleep. Because if she hurt, then I'm probably going to get punched. Hey, yo. <laughs> uh, yeah, she out. All right, let's talk shit now. Well, we have a funny nickname. Um, <laughs> what no, the fuck like was I going to say? The, the young rappers got Lil. That's Lil Dum Dum. But she mm. likes Lil Dum Dum. Okay, I mean... It's kind of fucked up, but okay. I'm probably going to get punched later. That's cool. Like, all right, Johnny Depp, relax. <laughs> Yo. So I haven't been paying attention to this, but I see Johnny Depp is all over the place. Like, what What the hell is the trial even for? Is so he, is, he, is it a, 
a lawsuit? So, a while back, things were coming out. I think Amber Heard started talking to a magazine. Who's that, by the way? So, Amber Heard, I, so I'm going to be honest, <laughs> I've only heard the name Heard. I know she's an Aquaman, which is an entirely too long movie. I'm just going to put that out. I took a nap for an hour. I woke up, there's still two hours of that movie left. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Uh, she was also on Pineapple Express, and I didn't realize that. She was she was uh, um, Seth Rogen's high school girlfriend in the movie. I was like, oh, that girl, she was pretty. So apparently, Johnny Depp, not apparently, but they were married. But she went and, you know, kind of started bashing his character and saying he was abusive. And they got printed in a magazine, so he sued the magazine for defamation. And I'm not going to even pretend I'm an expert on this because I, I, I'm not. I don't know shit. I'm just going off the little pieces that I've heard in the past. You know, it kind of snowballed from there. You know, she, social media, it's like the OJ trial. Like, so the depths on the stand every other day. So, and it's, what's wild about it is, like, I guess the trial's now, but like, because <laughs> I heard about this shit like years ago and I was like, oh. And, you know, when I start seeing like the memes, I was like, oh, I guess the trial is going on now, I guess. Meanwhile, we didn't get the Ghislaine Maxwell shit like publicized like this as well, because I would have had a meme for that too. I was pretty proud of my meme. Actually, I made a meme. It was like, and then one of my uh, old teammates messaged me. He was like, "Hey, I made one just like that, but it was for um, Hill Hooks." I was like, oh, "Yeah, I saw." <laughs> okay. It was like, get the fuck out of my face. Um, but yeah, basically, she was saying that he was abusive to her. Meanwhile, it turns out she was abusive to him. Which that's actually in my notes. Amber heard. So apparently she threw a wine bottle at him. I don't know. So I'm not understanding the physics on this, but it cut off like the tip of his pinky or something. So I don't know if the bottle's already broken. He tried to like reach up to block it. She shit in his bed. Actual poop in his bed. <laughs> um she claims that he pushed her down the stairs. You know, it's just this back and forth. Well, it sounds like they're both fucking lunatics and they deserve each other. Uh, I don't know. She's cute, but not cute enough to be, you know, a fucking so lunatic. So what the heck is the court case over? They're neither in like... So that's what I'm not understanding. Is it like for money? <laughs> that's what I'm not it's understanding. neither in trouble, right? Like it's not a criminal court. That's what I'm not understanding, dude. Yeah, like why, why are we in court? <laughs> So I think, a movie? <laughs> I think it's all about the defamation of his character. I think that's what... But who thinks less of Johnny Depp? Well, he, got, some directors. he got pulled off of um, those Harry Potter movies. He was supposed to be in Harry Potter? That would like, you know, the, the spinoff joints, the um, oh, okay. Fantastic Beast movies. So he, he was like a main character. He got pulled from that. And then Amber Heard, I think, is now being pulled from Aquaman. Or the second Aquaman. Or she might still be in it. I don't know. But there's been some shit about that, too. So, I don't know. Look, man. They seem like they're just in a real toxic relationship and just break yo, up. But I bet, you they, yo, I bet you they'd be fucking like monsters, though. <laughs> She'd be like, well, I, I, I heard, hate you. Like, I hate one of them, you. They were talking Let's about fuck. some box she gave him that looked like a, like a pirate-type box. And I was like, isn't that where you store your cocaine? And he's like, I mean... I know. I mean, cocaine is normally stored in a bag. He's like, <laughs> he says something like along those lines. He's no. like, but I guess you could put it in there. Uh, and he's like, what? Did you have it in there? He's like, I don't know. 
I was like, dude, what does this have to do? What, what is this case? This dude has <laughs> been, it, the little bits and pieces that I've seen have been wild. Because it's like, yo, what are we doing? Like, like, they're asking this dude questions and he's like smirking and giggling at them. It's like, I don't think you're doing yourself any favors right now. But at the same time, it's like, she's not doing herself any favors either. You know, it's like, why don't the, y'all the just way, go yeah, the way he together? phrased it, of like, he didn't want to admit he does cocaine. He's like, I suppose cocaine is normally in bags. Like, he doesn't know. <laughs> so, the so the meme that I posted, um, I got it from uh, this guy, Dean Lister, um, who's a, a, a big-time grappler. And he had initially commented, I, I guess the judge asked him about using drugs, and there's this sentimental... I kept the music. There's this sentimental music, and it goes, um, they ask him about the drugs. I cut that part out, and he goes, no. No, and then, you know, he kind of smiles. Because once you've been bit, you'll get bitten again. And that's what I put up there when Coach actually stopped wrist-locking the white belts. He was like, no. No. But Dean Lister's comment was basically like, this is, you know, you can see right here that look on his face of him being clean. I'm so proud of this dude, and that you know they're saying all this like high stuff about him, like pun intended. And it's like you know maybe he's clean. I don't know. I don't know his personal life. I don't care. But I'm just looking for memes out of this shit. Pun intended on that one as well. Yo, how I like I remember about Johnny Depp was he like to wear a lot of scarves. I mean, it, what's funny he's is very I mean fashionable. <laughs> I've I've always liked Johnny Depp. I've always liked his movies for the most part. And then once those pirates, pirate movies hit, he became a megastar. But, you know, it's like, you know, I never really thought of him outside of like, oh, you know, it's Johnny Depp. That's cool. That's a cool guy. You know, then the pirate movies hit and now he's a megastar. And it's like, oh, everybody knows not Johnny Depp now, which I felt like everybody knew Johnny Depp before. But, you know, it's just crazy. Like when you look at some shit like this, it's like, OK, one of the biggest stars on the planet in this bonkers court case yeah he sounds like he's from dundalk <laughs> for sure she sounds like she's from dundalk for sure like he, he's just a guy and she's she's definitely from dundalk he sounds like he might be from ellicott city oak ridge or some shit but yeah the movie dundalk and he, and he got caught up <laughs> and fuck them <laughs> Yeah, for real though, this shit is dumb. Like, what was the? Yeah, and, I mean, it's being showed on TV and or reported in social media as if this is the OJ trial, and I'm just like, is someone going to jail over any of this? I think so. So that's what I'm wondering. It's like, well, all right, what's the deal though? Who's going to jail if if, if someone gets found? What? We should like probably like I don't know. Look, I'm, just I'm making stuff. I'm up. not gonna look anything up. Fuck that. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, the Nets are about to get swept. Yeah. And Kyrie know. out there flicking off uh, fans. That shit was kind of funny. <laughs> so I just wanted to add real quick to that. Yeah, we got a few sports things to go over. You want to rate no. this real quick? Yeah, yeah. I'm about done this one. Yeah, I'm finishing um, up here. It's called Speed Wobbles, which, by the way, have you ever added Speed Wobble? Uh, you know, yeah. You're like riding yeah. someone and you start going way too fast. Mm-hmm. I had it happen to me on rollerblades, which I was never in, really into rollerblades, but 
There was one time I was going down this hills when my brother was really young, and he rode his bike down this hill he shouldn't have when we were camping. And I tried to take it rollerblading. Started going too fast, the legs started shaking, and it, it was a curve, like, you know, yeah. 180 around the bend. Beyond the bend is a cliff, so it's like either I try to take this turn and potentially go off the cliff, or I slide down <laughs> and stop and sl slide into the uh, gravel. I chose to slide into the gravel, but I cut myself, like, all one side. And then I, I just I've, recently tried the skateboard. That, I think. And well, there was two times. I you were involved in this second time. I scraped my side. Was when we played two hand touch football. In don't the don't say it like that. You said like you were involved. Like don't don't say like you I didn't did do it. it. But you, we played. We were playing our the football. I can tell you, I know who, who did it. I know exactly who did. I it. I got a bomb. It was overthrown. I made. I caught up to it, but then I got pushed really hard from behind, mm -hmm. and I was running full speed, so my momentum was gone. And I just slid on the street pavement and cut myself, like, pretty much my entire right side. Yeah. And when I got up, though, like, I remember I couldn't stop shaking. Like, that shit was just, it was pretty yeah. pain. It was like a burn. Yep. Yeah, we all know that. It was, we know who did it. <laughs> now he doesn't have any hair, so take that. So, mm hmm Yeah, bully. And probably can't get any suntans. Fat fuck. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, let's let's go ahead and read. But yeah, this, uh, this beer is kind of it's an IPA. It's called Speed Wobbles, and it says just the shimmy, not the shake. It's got some old school chick on it. Hmm. Okay. So it looks like she's from the fifties. Yeah. I mean, skateboarding in a skirt. <laughs> That's what they do in the fifties. Um, but yeah, it's an IPA, but it's kind of like a light alcohol IPA. It's a 4.6. Mm. I felt like it tasted like a pure mix of a light beer and an IPA. Yeah, it, was, it tastes pretty decent. Yeah, I, I was like, the taste is pretty good. The 4.6. I'm not going to let it hurt it because I like the taste of this. It's not helping it, but yeah, it's not hurting it either. What would you go on this one? I'll give it a 6.7. Yeah, it's kind of like that light beer range, which yeah. I think our Miller Light was like a six five. So yeah, mm, yeah, I'm gonna go six six. Okay, that's fair. So yeah, it's it's more flavored than a light beer, but it's yeah, got the alcohol of a light beer. It, um, yeah, it's got like more, no uh, more tasty. Yeah, it's uh, more filling. <laughs> uh, I want to real quick on the uh, Kyrie Irving thing. Because with him flicking off the fans. So back earlier in the season, LeBron, you know, he's had his, his run-ins with the fans. I put up a post, and one of my friends made a comment about it. Essentially kind of getting at the point of like, oh, what, he can't take it. You know, he can't take being heckled, you know, by the fans, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, we kind of went back and forth a little bit on it. And my whole thing to it was – He's still a person. He's not being paid to be heckled. He's being paid to play a sport. You, as an unruly fan, you know, if a, if a player turn around and Ron Artest your ass, it's like you can't cry. Oh well, oh you're you're a pro athlete. You're not supposed to be hitting me. It's like well, don't fucking heckle no one. So now to the whole Kyrie Irving thing with him flicking off the fans. And then thinking about, you know, just fans in general, how they treat 
players. Like, how do you feel about, like, do you think, like, if, if someone pisses off a player, like, and the player flicks off the fan, should they be fined 50000 No, I, and I kind of like the way Kyrie did. So, uh, let's see if I can pull it up while we're talking, but I'm pretty sure in this series, so it's kind of like the Trey Young thing where New York, he has one of my all-time best moments of when the entire <laughs> Madison Square Garden is saying, fuck you, and then he hits the game winner and tells them to shut up. Because <laughs> Trey Young was hated really for Nor. I mean, he, he's just a good player. Um, he looks, he's got some goofy hair, and I think that aided to him. For some reason, he's always been hated. Like, in college, people hated Trey Young. I, I, the only thing I can think of is somewhat way he looks. He just he looks like a villain. Looks annoying. <laughs> he looks like a like a villain. <laughs> if I saw that dude, I'd be like, "Nah, man, you got to join the Brotherhood of Evil, uh, Evil Mutants." Yeah, because he he's you can always join been the hated. And some people just are that way. Like Christian Leitner had a look about him yeah. that aided to his being hated. He looked like the typical Duke player, and he went to Duke, and that it was just like a combination of. Terrible things that added to him being hated. But yeah, the Kyrie thing, I like it though when it motivates you. So from what I've seen, and I, I, if I can pull it up in the background, but I think Kyrie's played great in this series. So they're down 3-0. They're the only team about to get swept. I don't think any team's about to get swept but them. Yeah, I, I but think. From uh, what I believe is Kyrie's played good. Durant's been not playing too what was good. Was it um, Denver? I think was it Denver against the the. Warriors, that's three yeah, one. But yeah, they. I think Denver won today. So yeah, so yeah, all every team has won a game but the Nets, which is wild because that's crazy. They're supposedly have the best one of the best two combos of all time. Yeah. Obviously not. <laughs> well, oh, Ben Simmons is about to come back. Mm. He's rumored to play tomorrow, mm. so we'll see how he does because he could be a good comment because you don't need him to score on the Nets. And he's is he can play point guard through power forward on defense. He's a great defender. Mm. He's a good uh, playmaker. I and I think his injury though was like a herniated disc, which is a tough injury to get played. But yeah, he'd be all right. We'll see what he does. But yeah, I believe Brooklyn's struggling more so from Durant than Kyrie. Actually, been playing pretty good. But, yeah, they're about to get swept. I mean, I can't see them coming back. Love to hear it. <laughs> and I don't even dislike the Nets at all. I have nothing against I I just when um, bandwagons start forming and it was like, oh, that's, you know, that's the best team. That's the best team. And, you know, then when they end up getting fucking backhanded, it's like, ooh, <laughs> Sucks to be them. The other night, they both played bad. Durant was four for seventeen. Kurt, Kyrie was four for thirteen. Like that's your two best players. I've been trying <laughs> to watch some of the playoffs, like at least the first round. Yeah, the first rounds are still like almost to me is like the pre-playoffs. Yeah, I'm like, eh. let's get out the fillers. Yeah, the, the, I have a quick rundown of what's been happening. Um, we'll go ahead and share Heat Hawks. Two to one heat. Uh, I think they played, but Trey Wong hit a game winner the other night. Uh, it wasn't the last second, but like four seconds to go, put them up. And then he tried some miracle with uh, Jimmy Butler. Didn't work out. Two one heat. That's the number one versus eight seed. 
76ers Raptors 3-1. 76ers going to win that. I don't have any doubt about that. Bucks and Bulls. The Bulls have an interesting team. I was, I would have liked to see them later, but they got to play the Bucks. Um, the Bucks were the three seed this year. So yeah, I was gonna say, why don't like just to kind of like cl- like give some clarity, who's what seed? Heat are were the number one seed in the East. By the way, the East this year was far better than the West, except for the Suns were the best team overall. So mm-hmm. you had the Suns number one team. The East, everyone had winning records in the playoffs. Um, the West, the bottom two, had losing records. Um, I don't even Suns think they would have been wins. in the playoffs. Yeah. So number three versus six, Bucks versus Bulls. That's three one Bucks. I think Bucks are going to pull that out. Giannis is just too ridiculous. The Bucks were missing people throughout the year, and then the biggest shocker is for the East. Number two Celtics versus the number seven Nets, which the Nets had to play a playoff. I mean, the play-in game to get into the playoffs, but that's three nothing. Um, so they get Ben Simmons. I think he's going to play. I don't know why he hasn't been playing. Supposed back injury, and, and I've had that injury, so it, it it's a hard one to get better. But we'll see. <laughs> the interesting one in the West, though, Pelicans. Are the number eight Suns are number one. That's two to one, but Devin Booker got hurt. Yeah, um, heard. That sucks. <laughs> Chris Paul lit it up last game in the fourth quarter. He was beast. Um, but yeah, that that one's two one. The Pelicans got a good team, and oh, the Pelicans are without Zion. Zion didn't play at all this year. <laughs> yeah, I saw something about I think he the, ate a lot of cupcakes. Talking about. Uh, you think they should uh, activate him? It was like, I mean, yeah, they did. Like that should have been a discussion playoffs. to have kind of earlier. He claims he's ready to play, um, but they're like not wanting to. I mean, because he he was supposed to be like the next LeBron. Yeah, and he keeps getting hurt. So I think they're under. They're probably under the impression like we're not going to win anything this year, even if they could upset the Suns right now. Probably not win a championship, so I think they're trying to be like safe. Yeah, why risk and it? And say why play Zion? But yeah, that team could potentially be really good if Zion could ever be healthy. I don't know why the dude can't lose weight. Seems like you have nutritionists. I mean, I will say he's a freak of nature and strength though too. Like he, it's almost like a football player playing basketball. Like because I, I don't even think he's put on fat. He's just put on. Mass. <laughs> a lot of it's muscle, but this is not really necessarily good for NBA, the running with that much yeah, weight. That, that's fucking brutal. So, yeah, that one's 2 1. Then the Mavericks versus the Jazz. Um, so, the Mavericks are the fourth seed. Jazz are the fifth seed. I believe that one's 2 to 2, actually. And uh, Luca was hurt, but Luca just came that. back and they lost that game, which was kind of surprising. They lost by one point. I want to see Luka get to the next round. Jazz are a good team, though. Um, next one was Warriors. Nuggets, that's 3-1. to one. I don't think that's a contest, really. And then the, the most competitive series, I think, so far, is the number two Grizzlies versus the number seven Timberwolves. Yeah, that, caught the end all of that. those games have been looking night. good. And um, it's like, it's crazy, the last game with John Morat's dad and uh, – Carl Anthony Towns' dad been sitting right next to each other. They're like, they became friends in some kind of like group that was like to 
I don't know, almost like a support group for like professional athletes, fathers or something like that. And they became friends. It's just wild them sitting next to each other because both of them, their sons came up huge. But Carl Anthony Towns came up real huge the last game. That man was a center coming around screens, hitting turnaround threes on people. It's kind of rude. Yeah. But yeah, that's the. I think that's the most competitive series. The funny thing with that is you hate Stephen A. Smith. I'm pretty sure Stephen A. Smith. Some other NBA analysts thought this series would be close. Like the Timberwolves are a little bit better team than their record showed, and Stephen mm-hmm. A. Smith said, "Ah, this is. I expect this series to be no contest for the Grizzlies." So there you go. He's about to look dumb. <laughs> he always looks dumb. His fucking dumbass hairline. I mean, do you think he would look better, though, if he kept his natural hairline? I think it might be an approval. It looks stupid. Just shave it. Shave it all off. Yeah, I wonder what he'd look like. Can't picture it. I- I'm so used to his hairline. Like, it just looks normal <laughs> for him now. This dude's hairline is the back of his head. It's like, look, man, just cut it off. Just shave it all off. Dumb fuck. I hate that. That dude. shit is wild. I- I've seen barbers where they do the straight line. They did it to me years ago. I mean, my hair wasn't as bad as... Uh, Stephen A. Smith. It wasn't great either, but I was like, oh, this straight hairline uh, from some angles looks like I have this perfect hairline. But I do not have a perfect straight line across. So I don't know. I, don't I, I just take the from. clippers. I take the guard <laughs> off the clippers and just buzz it all off and hope for the best. Sometimes I don't even know what it looks like in the back. I'm just like, I'm just guessing now. <laughs> I just got a patch. <laughs> It's like, it might be okay, it might not. So I, I go over that shit like five times. Oh, like, yeah. Right. I, I When I used to, I mean, I used to come on, but it would be more about a sound. Like, I hear still hear a sound, there must still be something there. I mean, I have a, a mirror that I can, like, um, hold up and see. But there's sometimes I'm just, I'm just not in the mood. I'm just like, look, we're just going to guess. And I hope I guess right. And for the most part, it's been okay. If not, I mean, I wear well, hoodies. You're shaving all the way. At least that's an easier fix. Yeah. If you're trying, yeah. I, I actually used to try to fade my own hair back okay, in the day. Okay, relax. Settle down. Uh, it's like, tight. Like, take it down a notch, buddy. Um, if you mess it up, just shave it off. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, if, if that's how you feel about life. So, yeah, the other big sporting event, Tyson Fury um, versus Dylan yeah. White. Um, heavyweight championship of the world and Fury knocked him out in six rounds not what's crazy I think there was 94,000 people in attendance wow <laughs> it's like a damn Super Bowl <laughs> wow really yeah because I, I think Tyson, I mean, Tyson Fury, himself though. up uh, yeah. especially I mean if you're British like that's your hero kind of like Pacquiao was for the Philippines and I mean, he's killing it. He's the king. He had a great, another great ring entrance. Tyson Fury, I'm going to miss those because the rumor is maybe he's retiring yeah. from professional boxing at least. Um, but what's wild is I wrote down some notes that Surf, uh, you know, came around in online. He got paid just about $30 million. Six rounds worth of work. It came out to be <laughs> $5.6 million a round. <laughs> 1.9 million a minute. <laughs> Jesus. And the the funniest I think is it was about 440,000 a punch. <laughs> so if I was Tyson Fury, I just randomly punch people like you're welcome. That was 440,000 
That's <laughs> it's like an autograph. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Boxing, just like the money there is just like yeah. As we talked wild. about, the the low end boxers aren't getting shit. No, and it's more even in UFC, but then the the high tier boxing is just skyrockets. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Money is a weird thing, especially in the regard of boxing and MMA, because like you said, MMA across the board, the lower tier, they're getting paid pretty decent compared to boxers. But then the higher tier boxers are getting paid so much more than you know your top yeah, UFC champs. If you can get one championship fight like that you're set for life yeah and a lot of these dudes have had multiple i mean it's like you look at ufc i can't remember it might have been uh kamar uzman one of the champs they're like after all was said and done he got i think like 1.4 million for the fight which isn't terrible at all but you know when you're doing the comparison to boxing it's like wow okay that something seems off. Yeah, the boxers were the, I mean, the main card, they know they're the ones selling. They're getting a huge percentage of the purse. Um, but, yeah, with Tyson Fury, though, it's rumored to be possibly his last professional boxing match because who else does he fight? That was the number one contender. There was the Anthony Joshua rumors, but Joshua's lost a few times. Like, yeah. And keeps the, I think he's been dodging them. I don't, I don't think. From what I've seen of their last fights, I don't even think it would be close. I think Fury would kill him. Because yeah. <laughs> um, Joshua doesn't have the chin, and Fury can take punches like a champ. And if he does go down, he's going to be like the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> but like, nine? I'm up. <laughs> he's like, hold on, hold on, my alarm's going off. Yeah, he knocked him out. I think he knocked out. I didn't get to see this fight, but basically just before he stood up just before the bell but then when they asked him to take a step forward he was about to stumble out and, and fury was trying to get the ref to stop the fight while he was getting up like it's done <laughs> well, like looking at him trying to get up it was like that dude's not, uh, 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 no no don't 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 do this so it's wild with the legacy is you know he doesn't have the physique and muscles that stood out in the past of other fighters but he also weighs 270 and moves quick and, like, skill-wise is very elite. And he probably should be known as one of the best heavyweights of all time. He will go down as if this is the last fight undefeated. He has the one draw, um, which many thought he won that fight. Um, he did get nine. I, I'm cool with a draw in that fight. He won the majority of the rounds, but then he almost, he almost didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> so... But yeah, interesting is his next rumored potential fight would be an exhibition with uh, the heavyweight UFC. Yeah, Francis Ngannou. Um, but, I mean, it would be a legit fight. It just wouldn't be a professional boxing match or a professional UFC fight. It would be... He said, though, Ngannou said uh, hybrid rules. Yeah, which, he's talking about, like, that? using... Well, so he was talking about using the UFC, being able to use the UFC Yeah, rules. yeah. I don't know if that's to his advantage, to be honest. No, it's, I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't. I think that would, pref yeah, be a boxer's advantage. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I think what people have gotten into with that discussion, though, is like with Floyd with like defense. They're like putting on MMA gloves would be to his disadvantage. Maybe with Floyd because Floyd's the so. Well, guy. no, and that's what I'm saying. That's where I think that argument, that that kind of idea, always comes from. But it's like you get a heavyweight boxer who's out there knocking dudes out. Yeah, Tyson just throwing light 
punches at 270 is probably a significant impact. Um, it, it's weird because with when it comes to you know the crossover fights, it's always interesting because you know we had Conor go over and fight Floyd, and I don't care what anyone says. I mean, Conor had no business being in there with Floyd. Period. I, you know, it's like boxers. If it's a a pure boxing match, like that's not even close. Even when like you have someone like Dustin Poirier, who's I, I think one of the best boxers in the UFC, but he ain't seeing any professional boxer. Like that's not even going to be a close fight. Um, you know, and then you know you flip the script and bring it over to MMA, and even with that, it's like. Now you have to factor in leg kicks. You have to factor in um, takedowns. You have to factor in um, pinning them up against the cage. You know there, there are factors there too. And it's like it's always fun that th- you know the thought to it, but at the same time too, it's like it's like at least for me, it was like I don't know that I'm even interested in seeing any of it. It's when James Tony uh, James Tony fought Randy Couture. And the rumor is James Tony didn't even really train for the fight. He was just kind of bullshitting, but he knew he was going to get a paycheck out of it. So he was just kind of fucking around. He went in. Randy Couture did like a, a low ankle pick. Got him down and just like, just ground and pound. Very, very quick fight. But then Ray Mercer fought Tim Sylvia. And I think they're supposed to have some kind of like hybrid like rules of sorts where no leg kicks were allowed. And Tim Sylvia threw like a heavy leg kick. And Ray Mercer was not happy and flatlined that dude quick. So it's like if these cats, you know, box, it's like you don't want. Like even when like they were talking about with Francis, it was like, oh, he might do better in boxing than he would in MMA. It's like, I mean, I don't know, man. Like and Francis has definitely gotten better. Like, and that's the thing. In each fight, he's improved massively, and that's that's beautiful to see. But it's like when you're going up against a championship boxer, heavyweight champion boxer, years of experience, and all you have in your pocket is, you know, knockout power. Deontay Wilder had knockout power too, and and it didn't fare well for him. Now Deontay Wilder also had some boxing, you know, you know history there it would be in the champ being an olympian and everything so it's not like he was just some dude coming up as well yeah i mean De- deontay wilder probably would be the world champion if it wasn't for fury yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i don't know it's just like fury is light years ahead of everyone right now in the heavyweight like, division yeah it's not even close not even remotely close and that's the thing it's like I know Francis, he's he's got some stack right now with the UFC because he wants a new contract. He's like, I'm not fighting for them until I get a new contract. And Dana White's being kind of a prick about it. Dana White, I'm pretty certain, thought Francis was going to lose that last fight against uh, Cyril Gaon, which I think everyone thought that because Cyril Gaon is a very well-rounded fighter. And then Francis took that dude down, everyone was like, holy shit. Francis learned how to wrestle. That's not something people want to see. Like, people don't want to see a big-ass dude like that that can hit you really hard now knows how to wrestle. And he's trying jiu-jitsu on you. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ, this fucking guy. 
Like, is anyone in the UFC heavyweight division going to stop him? I mean, Stipe wants his rematch. I, I think he deserves it. I don't think Stipe's winning. John Jones is in the wings. We don't know yet with John Jones at heavyweight. We haven't seen him. But the rumor fight there is supposed to be John Jones versus Stipe sometime this summer, possibly August. It, it, it's like over there in the UFC for Francis, there's stuff there for him. But honestly, if he can go over there and fight Tyson Fury and get paid, yeah, probably make some take money. it. Yeah, I think two of Tyson Fury in boxing, it's almost like they're needed. There's not going to be enough people, but he needs to be in the heavy, heavy, heavyweight division. Because <laughs> yeah. he's 270 moving fluent, like very fluent. Like a, I mean, he can box box, yeah. but I mean, he's fighting people significantly. Like Wilder was significantly smaller than him. And yeah. it's just like his strategy versus Wilder was to bulk up and just maul him. And he always felt like Wilder was a bully. He wanted to beat the bully. Yeah. Um, I agree. With this, with uh, Dylan White, he actually trimmed down and boxed more so. Um, I think he more so was like not coming forward and a little bit backing up, like more traditional boxing. Um, but he destroyed White too. I don't think there's anyone for him to fight in boxing. I mean, if I was him, I mean, the money's motivating because he's going to yeah. get another payday. But to his credit and also his personalities he's not about the money so yeah and also once you make 30 men on a fight do you need more money <laughs> well i mean that goes to our discussion so from like, earlier though it's like with people with money it's like like how much is enough so yeah i'm under like once you're at his point of like how motivating is it to have a grueling training camp when there's no one that can really compete with you of like and also then you're just risking your legacy as you get older eventually losing one because you probably didn't take the fight seriously because you've just been winning easily. So I'm, I'm sure the motivation to be training that hard when no one can compete with you is probably a little gone. Well, I think that was the thing with Khabib being undefeated. Yeah. It's like, and Khabib beat the best in the world. I know at one point early on, I don't want to say early on, but somewhere along the line, I felt like Khabib wasn't fighting the best. Khabib was fighting the mid-tier. And then when he fought Connor, which I didn't think was even going to be a close contest at all, to be honest, because I know, again, that grappling style, you know, people, you know, Coach Mark and I, we were talking about this other day because we, we always talk about fighting. He's a Muay Thai uh, practitioner, transitioning to jiu-jitsu. And, you know, we're always watching videos, you know, someone striking versus grappling. And one video he showed me, um, it's a uh, Muay Thai striker versus a grappler. And the only issue I had with the video was, you know, they were, you know, light sparring, but it's like the kicks and the shots that were landed, those aren't landed at impact. So you can't really gauge that. But the grappler was able to get everything off with, you know, truth. So it's like that's not a fair um, stat. One thing that one championship in South Asia has been doing is – they had Mighty Mouse, who's a former UFC champion uh, at 125. He's with one now. And he had a hybrid match, I guess you can call, where he fought a Muay Thai practitioner. And then for the first round, it was straight Muay Thai. 
Then the second round, they did MMA rules. First round, he held his own. He defended well. You know, it was a close round. Second round, when he went to MMA rules, he got that dude right to the ground. It was like, fuck it, I'm choking you, which he did. Um, the thing is, when you get Khabib, who is wrestle-heavy, and you're going against someone like Connor, who, you know, Connor's a beast. But Connor, you know, if you can't defend against a takedown, I don't care how hard you can hit. If you miss that shot and then you get taken down, you're fucksville. But I think what Khabib, one of the things for him, too, got to a point where it was like, I'm undefeated. I've beaten everyone. I don't need to keep doing this. Yeah, I'm sure those training camps are grueling. And it's yeah. like once, I mean, the motivation is to become champion, and then it's like once you become champion, I'm sure the motivation drops a little. Like, do I really want to keep grueling? Do these grueling training camps for what? The yeah. only thing that can happen is I ruin my legacy. <laughs> GSP, I think, went through that as well at one point where he. So before he retired, uh, well, the first time, he fought in a fight that I think he actually lost. Looking at that, looking at that back and forth, I don't think he won that fight, but I think it was really, really close. And you know, that decision goes to him because even I think even he was kind of shocked that he won. But then he quickly retired after that. But he was saying it's like. You know, those camps are grueling. It's like, why am I even doing this? It's like the target's on your back. When Matt Hughes lost the title to GSP, he said it was a relief. Because, like, everyone's gunning for you. And you have to, you know, basically stay on top. And that's exhausting. And it's like, you know, in those regards, yeah. I think in Tyson Fury's case, it's a little different because, again, he's so far ahead of everyone. And Khabib also. But it's still, it's like, well, what's the point? It's like playing a video game on easy and... Like or playing it on hard, and you're just light years ahead of everyone. It's like, why am I even doing this? Is this even fun? So unless you're just a lunatic and you're just like, I want to go in there and get like touched a little bit, and I want to hit them and beat them up. You might want to maybe like retire and go get therapy. I think Fury is a little crazy. That's why he wants to do the fight with uh, what's his name? I can't say Francis. Yeah, what's his last name? Nganu. 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 Um, obviously, I keep seeing it. I'm like, how the hell yeah, it, you say yeah, that? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's actually how it looks though. Right. It is. Ghana, yeah, right. Cause, cause it took me a long time to figure it out. I was like, yeah, he was like, I think that's what he sees as the best. Fury is a little crazy, but he doesn't care about the money. But yeah, I mean, he destroyed. I think he's having fun though too. Like taking a fight with Francis would be fun. and he was all about respect. I think. Uh, he was there after the fight. I've seen them talk before of yeah. doing it, and he respects them. And it's just like, I think Fury is does enjoy actual fighting. <laughs> well, there's also talks of him, you know, playing with the WWE. Oh yeah, again. he liked that. I think he had yeah. fun with that. So he said he wants to talk to Vince McMahon. I think he enjoyed that a lot. I, I mean, clearly sure. he's a showman, so he likes yeah. that kind of stuff. That I mean. It'd be fun. Like I like that dude. He's got a great personality. Yeah, he, Whatever he does, I'm I'm, oh, I'm yeah. there for it. We were joking about like inviting people to the Columbus Social Club. Fury is definitely a what do you call it? A first ballot Columbus <laughs> Social Club <laughs> invitee. Um, let me ask you a question because this came up yesterday while recording. 
And then I asked Sarah this too. When you were younger and you got in trouble, did you get uh, grounded? Hold on, gotta sneeze. <coughs> uh, Jesus, the allergies are fucking me up. Did you get grounded or put on punishment? Grounded or put on? What's put on punishment? Okay, so you're grounded. <laughs> is what it, you, that, that's all you had to say. You're grounded. Oh, I got all types of stuff, but uh, it's the same thing. I, I, it's just the terminology. Yeah, I guess the terminology was grounded. So, as I'm uh, interviewing my one teammate, and we like we kind of got to talk and. We talk about, you know, she's much younger and she's talking about, you know, being a kid and going outside and playing. And she was like about 13. That kind of stopped for her because that's when she started jujitsu. But she was like, you know, there's a certain point with growing up, just playing outside. It wasn't cool anymore. It was just dumb. But also going to your friend's house playing video games was kind of dumb, too, because I got video games in my house. I can play my own video games, which is why she kind of went into jujitsu. Like she had known about it for a couple of years, but she finally took the plunge. And. You know, we got to talking about like going outside. She was like, "Yeah, but you know, our mom, you know, parents would tell us to go outside, and you bet not be late getting in." And you know, I was telling her a story about my foster mom and how I got in trouble. And she was like, "Now," and she asked me the question. She was like, "Was it grounded or being put on punishment for you?" I was like, "I was put on punishment." And then she was like, "Me too." I was like, "Huh?" I was like, "I need to start asking other people this." I feel like. When I was, it was it was weird as, as strict as my parents were. Like, they both got home late on weekdays. So I'd be, like, in your neighborhood mm-hmm. quite late. But, like, we played basketball a lot till like, 7, 8. My parents yeah. would be home late. I'd just come home before they did. And they didn't even really question what I was doing. Yeah. And just assume, like, I, I don't know. I don't feel like I was very... Much, like question I'd be like what'd you do after school I'd be like I pl- I'd say I played basketball or um, I used to have to have that assignment sheet signed yeah I, I, I know, think I remember wow I just used to write none <laughs> erase the actual assignment write none that shit got tired by Friday though <laughs> <laughs> having to erase everything write it back um, I used to change the grades on my report card, but what sucked is I would forget what I wrote the last time. No, you know, this is a true story. Remember, I can't name it. We used to have a math teacher of, that was female that had tight, high tip, top fade. I know what you're talking <laughs> about. Yep. Yeah, her fade was tight. Like, yeah, it was. I, I wish I knew who her barber was. Envious. I should have went there. Envious. <laughs> um, no lie, she'd pass out the test before she put it in her. Uh, grade book like they had every teacher had that generic yeah. grade book and they it'd be handwritten because we're old <laughs> but no lie her, her test she'd hand back to me we had to look it over and see our score and just sign it or something but it said score on the top right every single time when we wrote our name i just wrote 100 for score <laughs> so it's like it's it's applying like it's the part of the header that I should fill out. So I was like, my name, <laughs> date, and I wrote one hundred every time. I swear to God, she put it in the grade book probably half the time as a hundred because she just saw that, like not just probably half asleep looking through the scores. Of course, let's see my one hundred that I wrote myself because I remember she we'd have the midterm where they or mid quarter thing where they'd show your grades i've seen her book i'm seeing all these hundreds i'm like dang it works i'm just gonna keep doing it and my 
thinking all along was like if she questioned like why did you write 100 i was like well it said score and i wanted to get 100 <laughs> so that was going to be my thing i say <laughs> but it worked and uh, Mr. Uh, the the other English teacher we used to have, we used to wrestle. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you had the class after we just start fighting, and he'd be like, he was notorious for saying "take a walk," which you didn't know what that meant. I I know the first time I got to take a walk, I went and played basketball in the gym, <laughs> and then he found me in the gym. Was like, "What are you doing here?" Like, I mean. I thought I wasn't allowed to come back. And he's like, no, get back in the class. I was like, you said take a, take a walk. You got to be a lot more clear with take yeah, a walk. You, you got to <laughs> explain yourself, son. You can't just be saying shit. Um, he was a great teacher, though. I liked him. Um, there was, um, what was I going to say? Fuck, I forgot. Something to do with math. but We had some, I, I think our high school had some of the, and I'm good at math, but we had some of the worst math teachers. I had another one where every single person failed the midterm, and he curved the test, but he said, no lie. He's like, if no one passes, then no one passes. And I got in trouble with my parents, but I told my mom, I was like, he said every single person failed the midterm. Both my parents were screaming, like, there's no way everyone failed the midterm. I'm like, I'm telling you, everyone failed the midterm. Like, no. They do the parent-teacher conference. Sure enough, everyone felt the mid to mom was like, I didn't even get in trouble. She's like, yo, that's a bad teacher. Like, if every single person in your class failed the midterm, that's ridiculous. I don't remember any of my math teachers from high school. The one that I'm talking about put you to sleep. He just. Oh, okay. No, I I know. No, I did have him for geometry. So I do remember having him. The voice and the way he taught is instant nap time. <laughs> well, so I had him. I can't remember what year I had him. It had to have been senior year, senior or junior year, because I was working, like I was working Burger King, but I was closing, so we wouldn't get out of there till like after midnight, sometimes two. So, and I would have his class the next day. So I'm all. And contrary to what people may think, I wasn't a night owl back then. I am now, but back then. I I would stay up till 11, watch Married with Children, and as soon as that was off, I was asleep easily. It wasn't even, not even close. Like, it, I, didn't, I didn't even stay up to midnight. It was like, boom, Married with Children's off, asleep. But, you know, on those nights I had to work, and I worked, you know, that closing shift. I remember having to go to his class, and I already knew I was a goner. I was already fighting. And... I get to his class, and it was like, I want to say it was after lunch I had his class. And I remember just sitting there like, yo. He would, like, go over the problems and just not engage anyone. He just kind of, like, you just watch him do it. And that's part of the reason. And then his voice was, too, very just, like, a calming. Like, I'm telling you, everyone was falling asleep. But I, I remember watching a certain person in the front row. I used to like watching him fall asleep because he'd do this, the nod to the side and be like, come back up, slowly dip down. And then I got moved to being right in front of him because I always fall asleep. He put me right in front of him. And I remember one time in particular, I was dreaming about playing basketball. <laughs> so I like, I jerked to like do a shot in my dream. And when, and I used to sit next to like a cute girl and I just, in the middle of the front, 
class, like, you know, jerk my body real hard and wake up. And I'm like, what the hell? Super embarrassed. Like, I don't even know what I just did. But I'm trying to think of my man. I remember, I want to say this was freshman year. And the one math teacher, because I got suspended for, um, he said that I cussed at him. I didn't. <laughs> I, well, maybe I did, but it wasn't like a direct like at you. But uh, one, now I remember <clears throat> my first math teacher. Like one of the uh, students came in. I think like in math we had to write with a pencil. And I was using a pen. And the teacher came over and said something to me. And one dude sitting next to me goes, ooh, you in trouble. Like, you know, fuck with me, just joking. I knew he was joking. And I told him, I don't give a shit. And the teacher was standing, like, just happened to be coming right back. He goes, get out. Sends me to the office, suspends me. And he said that I cursed at him. And I remember my grandma, when she comes to get me, she's like, you know, we're on the car ride home. She starts, like, kind of laughing. He goes, did you really say I don't give a shit to that man? And I was like, I didn't say it to him. I said it to the dude next to me. He just happened to be walking by, and he says I said it to him. She was like, "Whatever." I had three days off. I didn't get. <laughs> I didn't get put on punishment. So, yeah. I'm thinking we had some wild teachers. My first, not remembering who my first math teacher was, she was rumored to be hitting on the girls' sports team, <laughs> and she was female herself. Well, yeah, because you said she was rumored to be. I kind of assumed it was a female. People are rumored she did some suspect things. I'm trying to think who that might have been. I don't, but I don't know. I can't spell. I don't know who all all the math teachers were at our school anyway. So I don't even if I knew the name, I wouldn't even probably know who it was. But maybe the name. I just probably not how you spell it. Um, so that looks familiar, but I I don't think I ever had her for anything. But I don't know. I, I can't even we picture who that is. We had the you know, history teacher who followed our guidance to counselor. That, that shit was, was awesome. And they both got expelled. She was <laughs> awesome. Um, like, I, I think I've mentioned this on here before. At least if I didn't mention it on here, I know I've talked to you about it before. Like, throwing away my yearbooks. Like, I, I just had a talk with somebody about that recently. Because <clears throat> we were talking about, like, just purging shit. Just throwing shit out. And... I mentioned throwing away my yearbooks because I was like, I have yearbooks from when I was in school in Delaware. It's like, I'm not friends with anyone from Delaware now in my life. So why am I holding on to these? I don't care. But, oh, because Sarah and I were watching a movie and they were talking about people signing a yearbook. And I remember that. And I was like, that's dumb. And then I thought about my high school, well, our middle school yearbook. I thought about that. I was like, dumb. Like, the people that I went to middle school with, I ended up going to high school with too. And the the people that I'm friends with from high school, like, I don't need the yearbook. Like, I see you every week to record with. Um, I talk to a couple others on uh, Facebook and Instagram every so often. That's it. I don't need the fucking yearbook to be reminded of who these people are and how we didn't have a friendship. And then the 20-year reunion, you know, I, I didn't go to it. But, you know, I saw the pictures because I was in the group on Facebook. And I saw the pictures. At least you got invited. I don't know that I got invited. <laughs> I didn't know anything. I, I was in the group. And I, don't, I, I think I just saw the group and, like, clicked on it to be in the group, I think. Because I don't know that 
I, I definitely didn't get an invite. I think the so. last one you told me about it, and I was actually going to go, but that was like the day before, or quite, it was the day after the wedding rehearsal party for Juan, where they rented out a place in D.C., and I was destroyed. Like, the next day, I was not feeling well. Um, but I, I would have went, but I was never, like, the first one I'd never even heard about. So, and yeah, I we, think, I think we had a 10-year one. I think that was it because I remember talking to someone back in the MySpace days about it. So, no, it hadn't happened yet. It was upcoming. I remember we were talking about it, and I said, I, you know, did one of, like, those MySpace questionnaires. And I was like, would you go to your reunion? And my answer was no because I didn't like them then. I don't like them now. And then, you know, she and I got to talking about that. And I was like, I just don't have an interest in going back and seeing those people because – I don't like the idea of the fake, like, oh, man, we got to keep in touch, you know, and, and you don't. If, if you want to be in touch, I'm not hard to find, you know, so don't give me the, the bullshit now. So then for the 20-year reunion, my attitude was still the same. It was like the few friends that I had from high school, those are people, I don't, I don't need to go to a reunion and see y'all. Like, you know, I, I see you often enough, you know, Bobo, you know, it was like, that was it. I didn't need to go to a reunion for that. And then... Even off of that, it's like seeing the pictures and it's like, you know, just like kind of like the, I don't know, there's just something about the pictures that made me feel like, I think I would have been madder being there. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fuck y'all. Like, I hate all of you. Like, I hate, like, I think I hate y'all more now than I hated you then. So, eat a fucking bag of dicks. So, I don't know, but yeah, throwing all that shit away just felt good because it was like, all right, it's gone. I thought about it a little bit at one point. I was like, at some point, I was like, eh, it, you know, it'd be nice like to look back at the, I think I only had sophomore and senior year books. So I have the senior and the eighth grade one. Um, so eighth grade one was still all black and white. Yeah. Which is wild. Like, yo, we had color. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> What's the big deal with that? <laughs> cheaper. Just cheaper. And then do. even our senior year book where it had the hard book. The seniors were in color, and I believe everyone else was in black and white. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, for um, high school, I think that was it every year, though. So I had the sophomore year, because I was on yearbook that year. And I, I had, like, a um, section in the yearbook. And, you know, when you do your senior, like, super, not superlative. Oh, but I like, didn't. I know it is, yeah. And, and my, I didn't get to do it. Miss, my particular English class, we never... We, or if it was supposed to happen in the class, I never got to do it. Like, mine ended up blank, and it was like, I filled my, I didn't have a whole lot of shit, but I had, like, a few things, and it was like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 you didn't. I was like, bitch, <laughs> like, yes, I did, I, like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I didn't, Fine. I didn't never got the option to fill one out. I had a plan, like, I was gonna, where, uh, you remember my friend Mike, the guy who lived Stifler. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to leave something to him jokingly because he was younger. and But I never even got the option to do that. Yeah, it, it's, I don't know. Like, looking back on all that shit now, it's like good riddance to those times. Like, for me at least, I'm like, I, you know, high school wasn't a terrible experience for me. But it was also one of those things where it's like, it's an experience that I, you know, could do with that especially now being older and kind of looking at like what school was because like we just did a bunch of busy work oh yeah our i think all we did was busy work 
And I think just hearing even the difference between when Brett went there is like, I think we had a lot of teachers that were just showing up for the paychecks. Oh, I'm we certain. Like they, we had a few that vested interest, and even some that we felt were good teachers. I'm not saying they're not, but I feel like they were almost in it for like just <clears throat> chatting it up in a way. <laughs> I think you get to a certain point with some of those teachers who have been there for so long too. It's like they've been through the ringer, and you know you get to a certain point where it's like you're doing your job, but there's also a point where it's like there's some situations where you're like, look, these motherfuckers, like, I was probably one of those students where I was like, look, this motherfucker is, probably, is going in one ear and out the other. He probably doesn't care, which was most of the time the case. There are a couple of teachers, if they spoke to me, I listened with, like, intent. I, I heard every word they said. And there are other teachers, they knew damn well. If they're looking at me and they're talking, I'm probably zoned out. I, I, did, I, I couldn't be bothered with their words. But... There are a couple others that was like, they spoke to me. It, it was almost kind of like I knew to listen. It wasn't even a matter of like, it was like, it, it was a thing of respect, but I also was interested in what they had to say. The one English teacher specifically, if he spoke, I listened. It was just, that's the way it was. But I think a lot of them were just kind of like, look, they knew they knew what time it was. It was like, either they know I'm put more effort into you or look, you don't want to be here and I don't want you here. Let's just get through this peacefully. And then there was some that it was very clear they didn't want to be there, but it wouldn't be peaceful. It, it was a battle. I was like, fuck this kid again, which I felt that when I used to teach preschool. Fuck this kid again. <laughs> and the thing is, we couldn't get rid of that kid. That kid didn't go to another class, you know, after 45 minutes. That kid was in my classroom all day, and I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> I can't get rid of this one. Like, damn. Uh, so yeah, let's let's rate this beer. Yeah, this is a <clears throat> interesting one. So we've done a few from Shiner. Um, I know they're out of Texas. I can't remember which city. Um, but this is a strawberry blonde. So I think one of our lowest beers is by Shiner, and that was the ginger. What was it ginger and something? Ginger but it and tasted shit. more ginger than anything, like real ginger, not like the good ginger ale taste, but the. Anyways, we've done a few by them. So this one, uh, it's a blonde ale, obviously, with strawberries and other natural flavors. It's wild as it has a thing with Spoltz Brewery, Shiner, Texas, since 1909. I doubt. That um, that sounds made up. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt this was. In the, but yeah, I mean, it's clear what this beer is. Clearly strawberry flavor. Um. Lighter alcohol, it's 4.3%, which these beers typically are. I think the smell is terrible. Like, I don't yeah. like the smell at all, and I love strawberries. But then when I taste it, it kind of tastes, it reminds me of strawberry and cream oatmeal. <laughs> That's wild. I remember seeing that oatmeal. I never ate it. I don't know oh, why. So you, I think if you had it, you'd be like, yeah. I, I was expecting you'd be like, hell yeah. yeah now, I like. was an uh, apple Apple cinnamon. Oh, the, that the was maple, better. The maple brown. The strawberry and creams was good, but yeah, the apple and cinnamon was the bomb. So I remember having a pack, though. It was like the strawberry cream, but then there was peaches and cream, too. Oh, that was good, and too. Peaches and cream, I remember having that because I like peaches. I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I actually had strawberries until much, much later in life, like so, like into my 30s, probably. Strawberry is my favorite fruit, but it sucks when they're not ripe. Like, 
the sour strawberries are not yeah. good, but when you get a sweet, juicy strawberry, that shit yeah. is banging. So I've been finding those steroid <laughs> strawberries lately about the si- yo, these strawberries <laughs> have been about the size of the top of this glass, yo. Yeah, that shit is wild too. Fruits have been finding HGH and I'm just seeing some wild ass looking fruit sometimes. I, look, man, I'm all for steroids in my food because when you get a strawberry the size of this canister, <laughs> that shit, I'm like, yo, how do I even cut? It's like when I cut it up, it's like, do I do I get two strawberries, three strawberries, or do I just cut up this one? Because this shit is massive. But whatever. I mean, I know I'm gonna get fucking AIDS from it one day, so. <laughs> Move on. Um, all right. But yeah, low alcohol. I, I dig the taste. I don't dig this. Yeah. I, I recommend don't smell this beer. It I doesn't mean, smell like strawberries. <laughs> um, it smells yeah. sour. It's got a little of a sour taste, but I, yeah, I do the get taste, the strawberry taste. The taste, like, grew on me. Like, I got over that real quick. But Yeah, I kind of liked it. Yeah, I'd like, if you gave this to me at a party, I'd drink it, but I'm not looking for this at a party. To me, it's in the sixes for sure. Um, mine. Probably so low. I'm gonna give this a. Actually, I'm gonna give it a five nine. <clears throat> like I don't think it's that that bad, but it's not one of those ones that I would buy. I'm gonna give it a six two. That's fair. Good flavor. Do not smell it. But yeah, weak alcohol percentage. But oh I forgot it. she was over there. I saw her head pop. I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, you woke up. <laughs> she, like she scared the shit out of me just now. Like it, it wasn't like a fear, like like that fear of like I'm about to fight something. It was like a fear of like I didn't know what to do just now, like I didn't know if I was about to shit myself, if I was about to throw something. I just I got very concerned just now. So her her new job's kind of far away in Gaithersburg, and um, when she knocked kind on the of door, far she, away. No, she that's like she texted me was away. like I'm here, and then I wrote jokingly, I was like I'll be there in 20 minutes because I knew she'd be. Back. I, I, when I was looking at the window at her, which her reaction would be instant turnaround, mad face. <laughs> what? And then the text was like, what do you mean? <laughs> uh, you're a fucking horrible human. Yeah, that turnaround was instant. She was looking for my car like, what do you mean? Your car's here. What, what, where are you? <laughs> I feel like there's a fucking hair on my face. That's what I've been, I've been feeling like there's one in my shirt on my arm. Like I keep day. feeling this tickle. Like yeah. on the side of my face, and I'm like, yo. That's funny. I've had the same thing with the inside of my arm, and I, but I don't see anything. I can't find anything. Nah, it's driving me insane. It's kind of obnoxious. Someone's messing with us. So Sophie just got a new dollhouse, and I told Sarah, I was like, don't be bringing a haunted shit to the house, <laughs> yo. So it could be that. Like, I'm, I'm going to tell you what. After we're done and you all leave, I'm probably going to go watch some porn and jerk off. If it gets really weird... <laughs> It's the dollhouse, and I'm going to text you and let you know, hey, dude, the house is haunted. Don't come over right now because I still need to get off, but in about 15 minutes, please come save me. <laughs> Probably won't because I just told you the house is haunted. But the point is, you're my, my emergency contact on this matter. Well, I now know after the years, <laughs> I don't contact Sarah or Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's yeah, Well, Grandma's always the first point of contact. Oh, Grandma's good, but Sarah's not. It's, yeah, Sarah... Like, grandma's the first point of contact because grandma knows how to handle the situation. Is it the still same number? Yes. That's wild. <laughs> That's yeah. the only number I think I remember. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's, so when I had COVID, I actually forgot the number. I had that brain fog. And that's what scared me is I couldn't remember my grandma's phone number. And that number's never changed. I was like, oh my God. What's dude. wild is it's actually similar to mine where it's that pattern, the do, 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 do. <laughs> like, but, um, 
Yeah, I had the ultimate white girl drink. Let's wow. see. White claw. And what, I just started thinking. What flavor was that? We were joking. What flavor was that? That looks like lilac. <laughs> I couldn't remember. ICI? Oh. Uh, we looked. Uh, Wildberry. Uh, yeah. I, I, what is it? ICI? I, because you're fucking it up. I'm going to fuck it up now, so I can't even say it. <laughs> Where's like, Google again? <laughs> Acai. Acai. Wildberry Acai. Just stop. I can't say just stop. It. Just stop. I see. It's lilac. It, it, that's what it is. It's lilac. It looks like lilac to me. Is it called White Claw? Because it's for white girls. <laughs> I know a lot of white dudes that be drinking the shit out of some White Claw, dude. You want to try it? Nope. I got another one. I'll be all right. You're down to a Wait, What's the percentage? Is that the massive? 5%, which no, is actually higher than two of the beers. Because I, I could have swear I heard you talk about an 8% one. Yeah, the it, 8% is legit. That one's called it, like hard seltzer. If it was the 8%, I'd be like, pass it over. I was actually considering uh, pouring a shot of moonshine tonight, but it's late now. I don't feel like I'm like tired. Because, um, what was it? Yes, well, tomorrow, my uh, my manager, she's, she's got like an ear effect infection or something, so she can't come in. So I know I'm on my own tomorrow. So I, I got to be on my P's and Q's. Whereas if she was there tomorrow, I'd go in like fucked up, like hungover and shit. <laughs> like, you know, like we are the worst team. And I feel like I feel bad because I feel like I rub off on her. Because before she started working with me, she was like, like a shining star manager, like always getting great like reviews and shit. And then when she started working with me, she was like coming in like, yo, I don't feel good, like taking naps, <laughs> like busting chills. Like, yo, I gotta go, I gotta go pick something up, or I gotta go make a you know, she she uh is a caterer also on the side. It's like I gotta, you know, make a delivery. <laughs> and it's like, all right, cool. And it's like just disappear for hours. Then when she comes back, I was like, Hey, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go train. I got a class right now. I was like, All right, go ahead. Like like you scratch my back, I scratch yours type shit. And I was like, all right, cool. But I feel bad sometimes. But then, and I thought, no, maybe it's just her character. But then I worked with another manager on Friday who's like super straight laced. I worked half day with them. We spent the entire four hours, second half of the day, just bullshitting. I don't even know. Like, I'd be fucking with this person. Like, I'd be making shit up for fun. To see how like I want to see how much shit I could say that's not true and what they believe. And I say it convincingly too. Like I convinced her that she had COVID once. <laughs> like I had her thinking she had COVID because I was like, yeah, like I'm reco- I'm coming off of COVID right now, so I'm like triple masked up and everything because she like still wearing the mask and everything in the office. So like I'm like triple masked up and everything, and I'm like keeping my distance. I was like, yeah. She was like, yeah, I wasn't feeling good the other day either. This is back when I was coming off COVID. I was like. Oh, that sounds exactly like how I was the other day. She was like, yeah, I was on the couch like the last like two days. I was like, same here. Like, like, are you feeling any aches? Come to think of it, I am. I was like, ooh, that's not good. You got a fever? A slight. Yeah, that's how it starts. <laughs> like, I just just kept fucking with her. Um, she's a nice lady, but I don't like working with her. <laughs> it's like, like, but, you know, again, I worked with her on Friday and, I had a fucking great time. We got done. Because like, I told her I'd never seen Top Gun. She was like, oh, I have a copy of it. You, you want to borrow it? And I was like, I might take you up on that. I'm going to watch Batman tonight. But maybe maybe next week. She was like, well. And so at the end of the day, she lives on site. She goes, I think I loaned it to my sister. But when I get it back, I'll let you borrow it. I was like, absolutely. Because I was, I was like, it was like a lot of white people movies I've never seen. And Top Gun's yeah, I one see of them. That. That, that's a must-see. Like, the thing is, it's like. There's some movies that happen that I'm just like, I'm not interested because the time has passed. 
but I'm also like, you know what? Let me at least check out Top Gun. Like, I feel like that's a movie that I don't think speaks to me just because it's like I'm not into just any of what it is. Whereas, again, Back to the Future, I'm down. I love time travel. Karate Kid, absolutely. Lost Boys, give me more. Uh, what other fucking goofy 80s movie? Goonies, say less. I think you'll like Top Gun. I, I mean... I'm not, I don't want to say that because then that's, you're going to be like, I, yeah, I hate I'm, I'm going to go. I'm, I go and people say, I think you'll like it. Oh, really? I hate really? It. Spiteful. Spite. Um, you'll like Goose. I didn't. <laughs> I, I can already tell you right now. What's well, funny is we just Probably played volleyball and the two teammates I was playing, they're like, <clears throat> we're Maverick and Goose, which were the, like, they're the pilot, yeah. co pilot. I mean, I, 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 I don't know what the much. dude who sits in the back does in those planes. Chill. <laughs> they the navigator because. I feel like the pilot should probably have a navigation system of some sort. Oh, or, or maybe he's just like the, yeah, it gives him pep talks. Like, you got this. <laughs> I, I, I believe in you. I believe. Don't be a bitch. Do not be a bitch. Um, <laughs> just like a partner, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know that I watched. Talk to. I don't know that I watched anything this week. I know that I did because I watched it all the time. I did see this like seven minute documentary on HBO. Well, I mean, I watched the Batman, but. I watched a seven-minute documentary on HBO called. Um, hold on, let me see. It it was, it it just made me think. It was very interesting. But um, the name of it is when you clean a stranger's house, and it talks about uh, this this young lady whose mother uh, uh, was a cleaner, and she would go with her at times and clean houses with her. But, you know, she had an interesting perspective, you know, as she's talking about, you know, being a house cleaner. It, you could tell it sounds like this was a kid who wrote an essay and because it was a contest winner or some shit, too, which is why they made it. It sounds like she wrote an essay and she was kind of reading it out, narrating it. But they did like, you know, kind of the video of it, too. But, you know, some things that I was thinking about as, you know, watching this was like one point that she made was like, you know, they're cleaning, you know, these big houses like wealthy people's homes and stuff it was like kind of as we we're talking about it earlier with rich people's like you know do they appreciate what they have you know hell even like think about that with my daughter as we were talking off air it's like my daughter you know she doesn't understand she's five but she doesn't understand how good she has it for a five-year-old you know where she doesn't like me coming down here to record on sunday nights she's like you know like my my life is ruined when you get downstairs it's like relax I told at the time I was like look you may not understand this but there's some people who don't have a mommy and daddy in their home you know like sometimes they only have one sometimes you know they're with a different family and I guess you know we've she kind of knows a little bit about my childhood and it was like I don't you know my dad wasn't there she was like yeah and your mommy you know she didn't take care of you all the time either I was like exactly like, that's why you had to go live with grandmommy and granddaddy. I was like, yes, but I also live with another family before them. But anyhow, like, listening to this documentary or watching this documentary, it was interesting just kind of seeing that perspective um, or hearing it, you know, from the kid especially. Because, you know, going in there cleaning and, like, we have to, like, be very careful. You know, it was like one time I knocked over a candle and, it, you know, it was in the glass, uh, whatever, and it broke. And, you know, her mom got upset with her. And she was like, well, it's their fault for putting it here. It shouldn't have been here. Like, this was a stupid place to put your candle in the first place. Now, now it's broken. 
And, you know, the mom was like, look, we're not here to critique how the house should look. We're just here to fucking clean it. You know, and just kind of looking at that, it does make me think about, I'm weird when it comes to, like, I see houses. I'm like, I want to go hang out in that house. <laughs> I, I don't ever want to be too, too comfortable. Because then it's like when you go on vacation, some places you stay, it's like a step up. But also, I, I, my favorite trips that I've done have been like staying in a, I, and by no means is this roughing it, but it was like a cabin where small TV, air conditioning, just forces you like, all right, we're playing drinking games and cooking on the grill. Uh, my favorite trip to Ocean City was one of the shittiest hotels we stayed at, but we were like just drinking, having fun, doing beer bongs. But the actual place, I, I feel like if it's too nice, then you're too tempted to just stay in and not interact maybe. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I just don't like being too, too comfortable. I like feeling like there's always something better. I think also, too, though, there's a thing with that, though. You're there with friends versus, like, if you and, – and that's not to say, like, it, like let's say I go to – where the fuck? Sweden. I want to go to Sweden. I got friends in Sweden. Like, but if I go by myself, it's like I'm not going to go to Sweden just to stay in a fancy hotel room by myself. Like, that that's weird, like, in general. So, yeah, I get what you're saying. It was there's, like, there's also, like, a charm of staying in the cabin. I had the, the loft, for example. It was like, all right, for two days I'm sleeping kind of, like, on this floor bed that's in this weird four-foot loft area. It was like, it was kind of fun. It's not something I want to do every day. Yeah. Well, like, so that's what I mean when I like I see like weird houses. I'm like, I want to go in that house and I want to go like stay in that house for a day. It's like, yeah, but people already live there. Yeah, I know, but I want to go stay there with them for a day, not like two days, just a day. I want to hang out with them, have breakfast with them and shit. Like, all right, this is where I'm camping out. Cool, and then roll out the next day. Here's some funny. Here's here's some fucking money. Go clean yourself up. You're a mess, and then leave. <laughs> Like, like I don't get yourself fucking new backsplash. This house looks like trash. I'm out of here, dude. I'd be, I think I'd be a horrible rich person. I just say shitty things all the time. Just throw money at people, make make the problems go away. Hearing about that guy David Cho, where he has the 300 million in stock in Facebook, of uh, he never wanted central air conditioning because he just doesn't want to be too comfortable. There's something to good, it. Like, good for him, but <laughs> fuck all that. I'm getting oh, AC. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> like, And I crank the AC for sleeping. Like I like to be under the two blankets where it's cold. That shit, I get good sleep. If you're well, hot when you're trying to sleep, that's the worst. So, no, this was, so we started recording about a year ago. Two years ago, our AC went out. When COVID hit and we got into June, oh, we had no AC. For, I'm not sleeping in that. I mean, I, the fans are going to have to definitely be on me, which I I like having a fan run, but I don't like it when it's directly on because it dries your yeah. nose up. So when our um, AC went out, we the neighbors, the previous neighbors, so they had like this little uh, AC unit that they let us borrow. And the thing is, like I told sir, because down here it's always cold in the basement. I was like, we can set up camp down here. We have like multiple air mattresses we can we can make you know space um i think we had just everything with the ceiling collapsing might have just happened so it was kind of cleaned up a little bit there's just holes in the ceiling but i don't like to sleep with doors open period 
It's just not my life. But, I always locked my door. So I used to, but now Sarah, like, when she's home especially, she, like, if she gets up in the middle of the night, she freaks out. She can't open the door because she's, like, disoriented. It's like, how <laughs> fucking stupid are you, dude? <laughs> like, unlock the fucking door. I don't know. Like, I, I always lock the door because I'm I'm nervous, dude. I don't know. I don't trust I always you. feel like if someone's going to get me, at least it buys me a few seconds to hear them fidgeting, fidgeting with the door. So <laughs> I'm a super light sleeper, though, because I remember Sophie ran through the hallway one night. But it's like it's when she still had the monitor. But I could hear her on the monitor jump out of bed, and I jumped up. And I heard her run to the room. So I jumped up and, and met her at the door. Like, I hit the lights. Met her at the door. I was like, what's wrong? And like she had a bad dream. So I was like, okay, set up a little fort for her. Like, here, sleep. Don't bother me. Like, I sleep with the TV on. So obviously I had to turn the fucking TV off that night because the TV was on. She was going to be watching Married with Children at 3 in the morning. Not good for a 4-year-old or 3-year-old, whatever age she was. But when um, the AC was out, we had the fan set up. And that AC unit was in the third bedroom. Like, that door was open. So how it was set up is like, there's like a unit attached to the window and it's pulling air in. And then it's like, whatever, I don't know how ACs work, you know, wall unit or window units, but it was kind of um, like extended. So we had the fan kind of drawing air um, into our room. And then we had Sophie's door open and the fan drawing air into her room. And I hated it. I hated having those doors open because I, and in our closet door, it's cooler in our closet so Sarah had that open, like there's some kind of draft coming from there. So it wasn't too terrible at night, but during the day, it was bad. And I told Sarah, I was like, for me during the day, it wasn't a problem. I was just going to work. I was like, suckers. <laughs> but I told her, I was like, like go play, go to the fucking library, go places. Well, no, this was during COVID, so I think you still couldn't go to the library. I was like, go to Walmart, you know, go places that, you know, has AC. Go sit in the 7-Eleven. That one girl is lonely. Be friends with her. But it's like, I I get it, the whole idea with the not being too comfortable. I think for me, though, I've never, ever been comfortable. So I think there are points in my mind where I was like, I do want some comfort. But I also think, too, I don't know what comfort is. I, I like the the AC. So, like, I mean, the cabin cabin, it's like a yogi's campground. It's like you get a bed and an AC and a fridge in your thing. That's all you need. And that makes a huge difference. And it's friggin', I mean, that's all you need. AC, bed, oh, bathroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have the bathroom and shower in your thing. I mean, they have the public, the, at least there's even the shared bathhouse thing. It's like individual doors that you can well, lock. Hope. Which back in the day, they were not, but. That's all you need, but the, I, I just love having the screened-in porch and the campfire. It's just fun. But again, drinking. that's with yeah, people. It's the people. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's not like a like. Oh, I'm just gonna but go. If, if I would choose that over like a trip to like I don't know one of the most expensive hotels you could take, I don't. I wouldn't enjoy the hotel over Yogi's campground with a good group of friends. Well, like also, well, like. When we went up to Detroit, we stayed in the Westin. We got a pretty good deal for that. It was a really, really nice hotel. But also, the thing is, too, I think there, there are, I mean, levels to it as well. Because it's like, I want to be able to know I'm going back to, you know, go sleep comfortably. Because, like, staying at the Westin, yeah, we're definitely very comfortable. But, you know, during the day, we're all over Detroit. Um, 
you know, just kind of visiting things and seeing people going to games and shit. So, I don't know, like, for me, you know, you know, let's say I had money. I would travel, but yeah, I wouldn't be like, hey, let's stay in the most expensive things. I want to stay in something of comfort, but yeah, to say like, oh, I want to go and stay in like a, you know, $800 night room. It's like, why? Because I, I did get experience. I have stayed in like five-star hotels and the shitty Ocean City hotel I've stayed in. Or even like I stayed at like an Airbnb in uh, Miami that was pretty basic. There's no difference in my fun, really, because as long as you have a clean bed, clean bathroom. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah, I don't and know. If you have more money to go do fun stuff, then I'll take the cheap. So yeah, <laughs> if if I have to like determine how I'm gonna split that money, am I gonna take the, like let's say I got a thousand dollars, and I could either take eight hundred dollars and get this really nice room, but then I only have two hundred dollars to go, you know, live my life, or I can get, you know, this room for two hundred dollars, oh, and have it for. We're about to get down, son. Yeah, and I got the eight hundred to, to live the rest of my you know days there, like just to party. Oh yeah, it, it's like it's about to get ugly. <laughs> it's about to get real ugly. Like we're not even gonna need the bed. We'll be on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> it's like because then the question would be like, well, wait, it, can I take this price any lower? Because <laughs> let's just say hypothetically, I only want to spend seventy dollars for the room for the week. What can we do here? <laughs> open up a closet. So we got this pullout bed, and I think somebody died in it, but it's okay. We clean up some of the stains. I'll be alright. <laughs> <laughs> like, like let's let's go rock. So there's that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't. I think I think I'm done. I, ain't got I think that else. was a great way to end. <laughs> Um, I, I'm with you, except, I mean, the person died in the bed, and uh, maybe I probably would avoid the bed. I ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> I'm not afraid of the ghost. Uh, all right, so let's go ahead and wrap up. We're, we're a couple in at this we're point. We're about to be 52 next week. Yeah, be one year, one solid year. We're going to, uh, we're going to sample or uh, review tequila, I guess, like, are you getting like little shooters? Yeah, I'm thinking of that. I was gonna say that's that's, that's probably the, like like just economically that's the best move because I I can't imagine hey let's get three bottles of tequila and then like we're only taking like a little bit to like review. That that show would be funny if we put the actual podcast on. It would be like a six hour podcast, but four hours would be dead airspace. So both of us just passed out, <laughs> still recording. <laughs> if you hear sh- someone randomly get up throwing up <laughs> if the shit doesn't just shut off <laughs> in, in the middle of recording like it sometimes does they're like okay and that's the, the day, i think the that was dante in the background throwing up wait now it's steve oh i think he's shitting himself <laughs> um so yeah next next week's gonna be the one year episode so um we ain't, we ain't really got nothing in, in terms of like any like the best of <laughs> the last 51 episodes maybe, maybe i'll start keeping track for the next year so that way like we can take a break one week and just have like a best of episode like here you go i'll see if i could put together a top 10 beer list we have a lot of beers yeah at least yeah at least do that 
I mean, honestly, for for fifty two, we should have just did like like our top five beers. Just re re review the top five, and then you know, kind of do that. But I like the idea of like just reviewing some tequila or, or wine. I don't know. Like and not even like real wine snob shit. Like just get a box of wine. Like oh, the wine in the woods is coming up. Um, I'm hoping Ooh. to go to that. Um, it's in May sixteenth ish. So Monday. that's a Monday. No, so yeah, it's not Monday. <laughs> it's Saturday, Sunday. I was say so, and I'm off every Saturday this month, coming up in May. Actually, oddly so, enough, if you were interested. I'm so Bay has a new schedule, so I'm hoping she go. But I, I now know what the thing to do is. You can get this more expensive ticket where to unlimited tasting. The problem with the tasting is you stand in line, you get a freaking shot worth of wine. Not gonna get you anywhere. What you do is you, you gotta pay, do it the right way, son. You pay the non drinker, like you're the designated driver, to just get into the festival. That's like five dollars. Then you buy a bottle of wine, which they're about eight to twelve dollars most places. A lot. That's of them. about what I pay for yeah. wine anyway. So, that's what you get instead of the because the all so, you can drink thing with sampling is not a worth. It's not worth it. So let's get an official date on this because I'm off, but also keeping in mind there are dates going on. Uh, wine in damn. Listen to my phone. Be listening like a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, like I typed wine and this motherfucker came up right away. <laughs> um, all right, so looks like May. T- of course, it's May twenty first. Oh, twenty first. Right. So I am not gonna be in the area. Well, so is it that weekend? So the Sunday as well. Yeah, Saturday and Sunday. So because Saturday I will be in Newmarket doing Skull Fest. And then Sunday, I'll be home. But I think Sarah's going to be like, you've got to be with your family. And I was like, I don't even <laughs> like y'all. Um, so there's that as well. So I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll sort it out. Maybe what I might do, because I'm – so something ended up happening at work where I was taking a half day on the 21st. And then they called me and was like, look, we need you on Sunday. Would you be willing to take your PTO back and just take the full Saturday off? And it's like, I guess. I mean, for me, in my mind, I was like, well, I get to go to jiu-jitsu that morning, so that's cool. And then after jiu-jitsu, I'll just go straight down to uh, uh, Skull Fest. But now with this, it's like maybe, I mean, I don't know. What time does one would start? I hope it starts like It's in eight. the morning. I hope it's like an 8 a.m. Yeah, type deal. I think it is. I mean. Because I'll do some my wine. My favorite drinking. wine was, again, we just find like. Again, uh, we're not wine connoisseurs, so we tend to take the more sweet wines. Yeah, fuck But you got to be a little bit careful because yeah, I do know now they give you the headaches. But I, I guess maybe y'all, y'all I, some punks. I think all of them, but yeah, I mean, you get your, I, I, I don't you got get your it. wine glass, you buy your box. They, some of them have the boxes. Even. That's you're just speaking my language. You son. set up camp somewhere. You just bring some foldable chairs. They got some good music, usually some good reggae bands, and just chill. That's an oxymoron. And drink some wine. Um, I because I have something else to go to. I don't know if I could get too fucked up, even though I know I'd be tempted to get fucked up. But then I got to drive an hour away after that, only to go get fucked up more. I know as soon as I walk in the door, they're taking my keys because that's always what happens when I show up to Skull Fest. They're like, "Give me the keys," and then I'm like, 
that's free free uh rain for me to get trash right now and then i do and i pass on the beanbag somewhere one of the one of the last ones that we ran into so like i ran into some old high school people slightly older than us and they were like yeah you get the get the non-drinker pass to get in because you're gonna need to buy buy a but it it the non-drinker passes you can still drink it's just you don't get to do the sampling but the sampling is too long of lines and it's it's such a little bit of wine like if you want to stand in line all day and continuously get in line which some people probably do nah that gets tiring yeah you my philosophy is the first one you sample you're like ooh, this is kind of good buy that one (laughs) um all right well We'll, we'll we'll discuss it potentially. In I gotta show you one last picture before we sign off. I took Bear for the first time. You're gonna recognize it, bitch. Again, I know. You, you I'm gonna post to f- it on our thing because if you, I'm gonna just caption it. If you know, you know. <laughs> like I don't get a fucking call or a it, text it was at least. A random late night. Okay, you Fries think Sophie wouldn't fucking want to go? On point. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Like, you know how I fucking feel about this right now. Remember, we used to get the... It, it now comes in a container. So it's not the full thing of fries. But it's yeah. still more than anywhere else you get. And her being a chef, highly impressed. <laughs> I mean, I'm just... I don't know. I just... I'm Best I'm, fries. Yeah, I know they're the best fries. I'm just feeling, like, kind of emotional right now. Um, I just... If we were to have a, a, an official first sponsor... I wish it was Winnie's. <laughs> I mean, I just want some Winnie's. I had, I had Lito's tonight for dinner, and that was fine, but... It's I mean, not Winnie's. It was no fucking Winnie's. It's not. Like, like it was, uh, we had a uh, half and half. We had extra cheese across the board, and then we had chicken on one half and pepperoni on the other half. That chicken, you know, that shit was hitting just right. I like the chicken. On the- we haven't done chicken on it in a while, so we did chicken tonight. It was good. Um, so, yeah. We'll uh, go ahead and wrap up off of that. I'm all emotional and shit. I'm pissed. I'm pissed as a motherfucker. You out here taking Chef Boy our B over there to fucking Winnie's and and not even calling the dude over here like, yo, son, I'm going to Winnie's. Like, I'm pissed. We got to have a Winnie's night. Like, I, I'm, yeah. We should record from Winnie's one day. I, I, I'm willing. Like, we, we won't have the equipment. We'll just have the laptop. Just turn it on. Um, Let's do it on the, uh, the 7th. It's like, oh, well, no, we got, I think, well. Or maybe we'll bring some monies. Yeah, I mean, one way or the other. All right, let's go ahead and uh, wrap up. Uh, thank you, as always, everybody, for listening. We appreciate the fuck out of all of you. If you have any questions, concerns, feel free to reach out to us. You can always reach me at, uh, where am I? BJJ. <laughs> Sorry, I, I've been doing this shit too many different accounts. BJJ.wiki on Instagram. Steve's at Thor.Bentley on Instagram. Collectively, we're at Colompton Social Club. And um yeah, like I said, thank you. Hey, send us some money. Send us some money. <laughs> keep the yeah. suggestions. We will try the yeah. watermelon. Keep the suggestions, but yeah, send us some money. Like money donate. Donate. Great. Like I think do we need any new equipment? I don't think we need any new equipment right now. How's your earphones working? Your earphones good? I don't even know if I've been hearing anything in my earphones all time. So clearly we need some new earphones. So uh <laughs> yo, chip in. Chip in. Uh you know, send us a dollar. That'll go towards the headphones. Actually, I, I might move us to another well, we might platform go to where where we <laughs> we can get um some sponsor money. But um, but otherwise, thank you everybody. We appreciate the fuck out of you, Stevie. Good soup. Bye, bitch. <laughs>